0: entry number 322, Bad Brew Case number 010. Subject is, my god, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth is a 2000 film directed by Academy Award winner Roger Christian, based on the novel of the same name by American science fiction author and Church of Scientology founder L. Ron Hubbard. The film, set on a post-apocalyptic earth in the year 3000, follows Johnny Goodboy Tyler, portrayed by Barry Pepper, a human descendant of one of the few survivors of an alien insurrection that decimated the planet's population and resources. Johnny, along with his merry band of cavemen, must learn the secrets of the past in order to secure their future against an evil race of aliens known as the Cyclos, and their genocidal head of security, Turl, immortalized here, for better or for worse, by John Travolta. With a critic score of only 3% and an audience score of 12% on popular film rating website Rotten Tomatoes, one might think that a thorough review of this film may be a battle that's not worth fighting. But alas, once more unto the breach, dear stupid humans, to find out if Battlefield Earth is a kerbang or a Kerbang-No. You're listening to the buzzkill podcast
1: i am the devil and i am here to do the devil's work okay
2: now i'm ready It is episode 322. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we're jumping for joy because we found out that we are not, in fact, the worst way to spend two hours of your time (laughs) in...
3: Bad Brew, Battlefield
2: Earth. (laughs) It took took like seven years.
3: (laughs) We are, however, the worst way to spend two hours and 15 minutes of your Ah, time. That's true. That extra 15
2: minutes gets you. It does. It does. God. All oh, right. well, baby, yeah. Well, you know.
3: Set was seven years in almost. You could
2: you could just restart the movie again, and then, oh, there you go. And, and then
3: there you go. Yep. that's it. Yep.
2: Hi, James. Hey, man. How, <laughs> <laughs> hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm Jim. <laughs> I'm Mike. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's been a week since mm. the last time we were together.
3: Yeah, that's usually the amount of time that it is between two shows. That's. Were you saying it's been a week, like in time, or like, oh man, it's been a week. Like, there's but been a lot going on. Both, both. I think hasn't. Have yeah, you had a lot been... going on this week?
2: Uh, I am. Um, I mean, yes and no. Work's been work's been a cluster, but work's always a cluster. Mm. Um, just trying huh. to
3: work's been a cloister. A Cloister. Isn't that a religious thing? Cloister. Yeah. Isn't isn't cloister a religious thing? Sound, now I gotta now I gotta look it up.
2: That sounds like a, like a slang like
3: Canadian word or something <laughs> Oh', oh clo- it's a real
2: cloister got you right in the cloister there
3: <laughs>
2: eh <laughs> uh, I don't think so
3: uh oh no oh uh, yeah it is It's a covered walk in a convent monastery college or cathedral a
2: covered walk
3: typically with a wall on one side and a co- Ooh, that's a nice word a colonnade open a to colonnade a, open to a quadrangle holy shit dude. <laughs> Open to a quadrangle on the other. So it's This a... is completely made up.
2: <laughs> like this is this is like something that they would teach you in Scientology. I'm oh on, yeah. I'm on topic.
3: <laughs> um I knew cloister had something to do with I've, churches though. I've never heard that. Does in my your life. church have a cloister?
2: like a, a covered walkway. Yeah, like is there a covered wall? walkway anywhere? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. Well I mean there's a there's an aisle in a church. You don't work covered. in a real church That's then. The... I, th-
3: I think i i think i know what they're talking about though like you see them in because um, especially in in uh, uh when you watch a movie where it's uh it takes place at a college mm-hmm. it's there's always like a long walkway mm-hmm. that's all like mm-hmm. bricked in you know mm-hmm. and you're looking out into like a courtyard on one side yeah i know what you're talking about it's a cloister okay so we, we, my high we learned something new today
2: we had one at my high school
3: you had a cloister. We
2: did. It wasn't. It wasn't completely like a brick wall on one side, but it was like a covered walkway area and sort of like a half wall on the other side.
3: And would you loiter there? The would half. You, would it... you? Would you loiter in the cloister?
2: <laughs> Lloyd's cloister.
3: Lloydster. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I would actually. It's What's up, would, dog? It's where we
2: would go to smoke. Well, yeah. Not me, but, oh. But other people that cigarettes. Were, yeah, those bad cigarette smoking oh, no. kids. Uh, we had a we had a teacher that would let us literally climb out the window of the second uh, in the on the second floor, and we would walk across the the roof of the school, and then go down like a drain pipe sort of thing into the courtyard area. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even kidding you when I say that. The
3: teacher knew you did
2: this. Oh yeah, they didn't give a shit. It was oh, back. Wow. It was back by where like the shop area was, Good teacher. and so so that's or at least that's where the, the cloister was. Was back oh, by the, the shop cloister, area. Right. So that's where all the kids would smoke. Because
3: oh, know, so they did loiter there. Yeah, oh, in yeah. the cloister. Oh, yeah. Okay, well. Bunch of deviants. Yep. Also, that teacher should be fired if they're not nah, already. Nah, they're fine. Okay.
2: Well, now he wasn't. He wasn't the pervy teacher that I talked to you about
3: uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, there's more than one way to be fired as a teacher. You that's don't true. Just have to be. a But perv. I don't think
2: either of them ever got fired. So apparently, oh, the perv didn't either. I, don't, I think he's still
3: there. That's why. That's why I never said his name. <laughs> that's problematic. Well, you know,
2: maybe. I maybe I don't,
3: he, I don't use that word very often, but it is. Maybe he cleaned up his act. <laughs>
2: okay. Who knows?
3: Anyway, what's going on other oh, been, than uh, pervy teachers? My garage
2: sale went well.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Made almost made almost a grand. That's did
3: pretty you? cool. Yeah, nice, not bad, um, not bad. Did you sell any VHS tapes?
2: I sold a, I sold a part of my soul. Uh, one of my one of my more collectible pieces. I sold it at not like like I I sold it for my I was telling you about this you know before but like I sold it for my my I'm not losing sleep over it price. Yeah, but I could have told, sold it for more. There's a whole story, but we won't get into it. I could have I could have sold it for more, but like I I don't I didn't want to price out people coming to a garage sale. Most people don't go into a garage sale thinking they're going to spend.
3: I was actually two hundred
2: plus dollars on a Betamax. State. I was
3: surprised the couple things that you did tell me that people showed up to buy. Like oh, yeah. you sold a, a vinyl for a hundred hundred. Oh bucks. yeah,
2: yeah. We had a, we had two copies for whatever reason of the Green Day twenty fifth anniversary of Nimrod. Which is like on silver vinyl. It's a silver record. Oh, a silver it's record. a literal silver record. <laughs> um, and uh, some some kids like our age showed kids. <laughs> kids. <laughs> uh, oh, you crazy kids. Some middle aged middle aged people <laughs> like us uh, showed up and the guy was like, Who's literally just thinking about buying this? And so it, it was brand new at the garage sale and he saved thirty bucks. So Are we yeah. middle aged? Oh yeah. Are we? Well, James, we're gonna die by eighty, let's be honest. <clears throat> And we're almost 40. Well, that's middle age. There's a lot
3: of sediment in this that you brought, by the way. Oh, is there? Yeah. Well, is that normal? Get, I don't know. It's part of the moon. This rock. is blue moon, honey, blue moon, moon haze. It's a hazy, juicy, pale ale. I'm going to say it right now because we're not going to do that as I'm part of the uh, hazy,
2: juicy, pale boy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: juicy. Do I have a lot of sediment? Ooh, juicy, pale
2: boy. <laughs>
3: um, are we really? So we're middle age. Yeah. Huh? Yep. See, I always if thought not, like. Yeah. James, 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 James.
2: You turned, uh, you turned thirty eight this year. Yeah, I'm turning thirty eight in two months. Couple months, yeah. In two years, we are technically over the hill.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Is over the hill forty? Yeah. No, hold yeah. on. Uh huh. Oh, I thought it was fifty. Nope. Oh well, shit. No, no,
2: because people never lived to be a hundred. People lived till like eighty was like Plenty. an old man.
3: Plenty of people. So live... the
2: hump of the hill.
3: Yeah, but we live is forty. We live in the 21st century baby that doesn't mean anything hell yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna live until i'm 150 i might not live until i'm like 50
3: i think okay i'm i'm gonna say like my middle age is gonna start when i'm about 48 oh yeah yeah
2: i don't think you i don't think you can decide i make the rules i don't think you can do hell yeah dude
3: i make the rules i i do what i want i do what i want and i'm not middle-aged until i'm 48 that sounds good Sure, I'm sure like, Matt Walsh you... would have a problem with you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> what, because I identify as... Yep. I, I'm going to identify as a younger person yep. until I'm 48? Well, yep. fuck him. Um,
2: <laughs> I, Do we need to get uh, Chris Hansen over here?
3: <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, why would he? <laughs> because you're pretending to be a younger person. Um. Well, that's okay, though. As long as I'm of legal age, right? And as long as well, my as long as my wife's of legal age. Oh, if I pretend to be a younger person, my wife could get pinched by Chris. That Hansen. wasn't
2: where I was going with it, but sure, that works out.
3: All right, Aaron. Watch I've been your watching butt.
2: a ton of those Sting Operation things again. So to catch a predator has been off the air for for a long time. Yeah. There's this. Um, there's this, these YouTubers that I used to watch uh, just to kill time. Oh, I already told. Okay. They're called. Uh, they're called Trilogy Media, and
3: they, they were. Is this they, the one from Michigan?
2: Uh no. No, okay. No, I don't think so. Um, they, but they're 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 called Trilogy Media, and they used to do these things where they would reverse call scam uh, scam callers in like India and stuff, and yeah. they would and they would hack into their systems and they would like erase all their files and like burn these oh, call yeah. centers to the ground. It was fucking yeah. great. Um, well, they have they've upped their game. I haven't watched them in like years. But like they randomly started popping back up in my feed because they've upped their game now to going from scam callers to setting up legit sting operations in catch houses mm-hmm. with underage girls and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Dude, these fucking videos are nuts. Like, absolutely fucking nuts. They 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 got one guy coming out of the are you shower. sure they're real? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. They were making fun of his small dick, so maybe they weren't <laughs> even there. But like they they this one dude that was like taking a shower and they pulled him out of the shower and sat him buck ass naked on the couch until the cops got there. And like the one dude's like a Russian guy, the other co host whatever, and he's like, he's like, I don't know, he has such small dick, I can't even pay attention. (laughs) This
3: this wouldn't even be considered a dick in Russia.
2: It was it's fucking hysterical, but like I'm watching these these videos and it's like, oh my god, these people are so fucking gross. What's it called?
3: Trilogy what? Trilogy Media. Trilogy Media. It's It's so
2: fucking gross though. Like, so incredibly gross, the things that these guys do. And yeah. that maybe go down the rabbit hole of someone we know, and yeah, it was... Yeah, uh, we talked... Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> unfortunately,
3: we talked about... These are not friends of ours. No. We should say this, but just people who we know who are currently... Yeah. Uh,
2: well, I, I, I'm not... I, listen, we used to be friends with them because we didn't know any better. So we used to absolutely be friends with them. Yeah, I'm not. That's not necessarily something that we shouldn't say. But
3: I would. I I, I would say acquaintances at the very least. You were friends with one of them. You were friends probably with more them too. probably more so than me.
2: We all were. I,
3: I I think I I think the only reason I was ever with him is when we were making. Oh, I can't say that either. Can I? What? When we were doing like. Oh when we were, yeah yeah yeah. Yes. Well, that's fair. I don't, like, don't want to give it a... Does it matter if we give it away? I'm not gonna say his name, but we were, we Whatever. used to make movies and stuff sure, like that. Sure, it, sure, sure. Movies like real movies, <laughs> not like not like creep pervert movies. But we used to make movies with this person, and then it turns out he was a pedo. Nope. Nope. And then also, I had a person who was who was in my life like early in earlier in life who got nabbed by one of these people who did a sting operation. There's this there's this YouTuber. Who uh, is active only here in Michigan? Oh, you and gotta he, show me this still. He catches child predators in Michigan and he caught this dude who used to be like a part of my life when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, like yeah. that's, oh God, it's uncomfortable to watch. And yep. this is also a person that, like, if you, if I go back into my, into like the, into my memory, I'm like, he might have been trying to,
2: Oh, you, you, you like, said you, you said a story was, the other was day. One and I, was, specific, I was skeeved by
3: it. There dude. was one specific moment in my life where, like, it seemed innocuous at the time, but now that I have the information that I have, I'm like, this motherfucker was. It groom- was, he was grooming me.
2: It was pretty normal when he walked into his house and his dick was out, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, you want to play pool vote?" <laughs> I this
3: think is, just, you, I this just, is just, what I, I'm, a, I'm just a crazy guy. I'm I didn't think anything lovin- of it
2: at the time, but I look back at it, I think there were signs. <laughs> I'm just a fun-loving
3: guy, you know, just like, get crazy.
2: I went down the weird rabbit hole the other day, though, of going through everybody that I know that's in prison and going over all of their, their cases.
3: How many people do you know that are in prison?
2: One, two, well, technically one got out, but one, two, three,
3: four, four. The one that got out, does, do they deserve to be out? Um, probably not. Should we kill him?
2: Probably n- no. No, def- <laughs> definitely not. No, one of them. Uh, one of them deserves to be in life, er, in prison for the rest of his life, which I believe he will be. He murdered somebody. Oh, yeah, um, that'll do it. On drugs. In you probably heard the story before. Uh, I think I'm not I gonna give. Yeah, I'm not no, gonna, no, no, no! I think I have. Yeah, I'm Who's... not gonna. I'm not gonna give his name. I'm not gonna give his name out or anything like that. But like, uh, yeah, know he was he was high on fucking crazy drugs and he murdered his girlfriend and bit her nose off oh, in a geez. in a casino. Yeah, then, in a casino. Oh, I remember that. And then ran down the stairs and got caught out front, buck ass naked. I forgot yeah. you knew that guy. Yeah. I went to high school with him. Yeah, I was. It, that, that was. We were wild. on the wrestling team. That I wrestled. A, I wrestled him before.
3: That was a crazy story. Did he bite you?
2: No, he did not bite me. <laughs> he did not Mike Dyson me. Um but uh but then the other other guy that I knew uh killed a uh off or uh, recently retired police officer in a hit and run in Detroit, man. And he just got released. He was in prison for f- four years
3: was he like i think he got off he drunk, got off drunk drum. driving or yeah, something yeah, like that drunk Ugh, driving he got
2: sucks. off he, he i think he got out on on probably behavior because i think he was technically sentenced for longer than that i don't know but then there's this guy that we know who's in jail hopefully for a long time for being a fucking pedo i think he's in for a minimum of 15 years if i was reading it correctly yeah because he had like three counts or something like that Yikes. we know a bunch of fucked up people
3: <laughs> what's the fourth one you said you have weir- four i uh who was the fourth no who was i'm the curious fourth?
2: Uh, I might have to get back to you on this. I know there's another one though.
3: You're not talking about me in the future, are you? I'm not talking. You're not about... My, you're not Minority <laughs> Reporting. me, I'm not you? Minority
2: <laughs> Reporting you. Oh God, Minority Report. That's, that's a that's a sting operation YouTube channel.
3: Is that it? A... <laughs> 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 Jesus. Uh, that's just Minor Report. Um. <laughs>
2: um. Anyway, though, yeah, we know fucked up people. That's hey, a is of the story. This that's, is a, uh,
3: this is a cheery conversation.
2: <laughs> if you know somebody in jail, hit us up. <laughs>
3: Oh, speaking of horrible things that should never come to pass.
2: Oh, I forgot. Yeah. By the time this airs, Happy Father's Day.
3: Oh, is that? When is that? Sunday. Oh, right on. Cool. Thanks, man. Oh, wow. Thanks for tacking that onto the end of us talking about pedos, man. Oh, speaking of pedos, Happy Father's Day, dude. What a fuck.
2: Only to you. I'm not saying it to anybody else.
3: Cool. Yeah. Just re- you. Yeah. Just to me. The you, rest you, can- you Bob and Randy. That's yeah. it. The rest you can just <laughs> gefilte the fish. All right. Speaking of, see, I had it all lined up, and now you fucked it up. Speaking of things that got fucked up, why don't we get in some corrections from last week? Still work. Nailed it. Stupid!
1: You're so stupid!
3: All right, James. Uh, I have
2: one correction. I think you have some others. So I'm gonna let you start.
3: All right, well, the bottle of bourbon that we had at the bachelor party that you were talking about, yes I don't think it was Pappy Van Winkle, because that shit is like $2,500 a bottle. Yeah. I think that we had the, and I, if I remember correctly, both John and Brian had a bottle of old Rip Van Winkle, which is the 10-year, which is still like $800 a I bottle. I think so. I'm pretty sure.
2: We should call John right now. On I,
3: our- I actually meant to call one of them. No, it's too it's, late. It's, it's, it's too midnight, late yeah. now. But I meant to call one of them to ask. But I'm pretty sure it was Old Rip Van Winkle. All right, we'll see. That's a not correction the, for another day. Still not in. the pappy. Um, this is uh, this is um, let's see. Oh, we were talking about Danny Stevens. Ah, that's my coin. Playing correction. in the what, What's your what's your correction? He
2: wasn't. He was in based on a true story, but the band that he was in when he quit for the audition was called Only in Movies. Oh. That's the band he was playing only with. In now that that means anything to anybody outside of uh the Metro Detroit area, but you know.
3: Oh, here's a fun fact. What's that? I go fuck yourself. So you're you said that you were in you said you played the show that like set off him quitting it was like the it was like only in one movies? of the last
2: shows he played with only in movies, yeah.
3: Coincidentally, I was in I played the first show where he came back his first Michigan show with the audition. Oh, did you? Yeah. Ooh. Search the city played at. It was at Nine and Mound. Okay. And there was like eight other bands on the. Was damn. there like a
2: gajillion people there? Yes. It Cause was. Because the packed. audition was, was huge. It was. Back the, then. It
3: was uh, Search the City. The audition. Uh, a second too late. Um, Monument. Monument airs. Airs, um, Heirs, man. Dude, the, man.
2: Metro Detroit used to have the fucking, like the best music scene. The hall, the, the
3: hall show scene in Metro Detroit is legendary. Uh-huh. And wasn't somebody making a documentary about it at one point in time? There was a book. There was a
2: book that came out that was all about it. There you, needs can to it on, be a, you can get there it on the like Amazon. There needs to be
3: a documentary about it. There's probably enough footage. Oh, I agree.
2: To, I agree
3: 100%. Uh, oh, man. It was so good. Uh Anyway. Um, that was actually. Speaking was, of the audition, there. What? It's
2: funny that you bring up that documentary idea because I think what you're referring to is the fact that I wanted to make a documentary about it. Oh. With the guy who is in jail now. <laughs> so it's kind of ironic that you just brought that up.
3: Not the, <laughs> not the pedo. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. The pedo. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Yep. Um, just, just, <laughs> just sliding right into the next one here because we don't need to make this any more weird. There was no American remake of the audition. There, there wasn't. Okay. There was one in the works in 2014, uh, but it never came to fruition. Okay. So, okay. Um, the Dateline NBC, NBC velvet-throated Silver Fox, who I was trying to remember the name of, was Keith Morrison. Ah, uh, uh, Keith. You, you said it was Chris Connolly from MTV News, yep. and you said that he's either like on, he's date, one of on Dateline or 2020. He's actually... um currently a contributor for espn's e60 news magazine
2: okay that is no he's he's
3: no he's not he was
2: no was he though i don't think so in the past i this i another correction for another day because i've watched one with him like i've I've literally looked over at Kristen be like oh it's chris conley he's from mt was from uh, mtv news okay so he definitely did
3: i will take your word for it until i prove you wrong Next, all right next week well james um, uh
2: those are the corrections no oh they're not, you, not have mo- you have more well what and also you
3: also you never said yours what is yours oh no mine mine was the oh the chris Connolly one no
2: the danny stevens one. Oh,
3: <laughs> well the last one that i have here is you referred in in dash cam you referred to angela as an african-american woman but they were in england so she's she, oh she can't be African. well, <laughs> she, would well. Be, she would be afro-european
2: Afro-European. Yeah. Or as some call it
3: black. Black. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, it's not, not bad to say. She was a black woman. No, she was. Yeah. Um, here I was <laughs> just, trying here, here just, I was trying to be like politically no, it,
3: correct. No, in this case, calling her African American was actually yeah. offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you fucking Americans and your big egos. Ah, uh, son of a bitch. Yeah.
2: Anyway, um, okay, James, what are we doing this week?
3: All right. So this week, this what? this week. I mean, mm, breathe it in. How do we how do we go on from here? Well, this might be our last show. Maybe because I think that we've finally. Uh, it's it's like it's like we hit our stride in year six, right? Yeah. And then you know they they say with runners like uh, you know distance runners that final kick. Like that's where that's where they win the race. That final kick. Sure, sure. This might be our final kick.
2: Okay, okay. We
3: we might be breaking the tape on this one. So we are
2: scratching the bottom of the barrel.
3: Um. Okay. So Mike's or- taking. Uh, so Mike's taking more of a negative angle than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so this is bad brew battlefield earth.
2: We've been talking about doing this. I think since the inception of the show. Yeah. So I am. I had never seen it before. This like... Neither have I.
3: I've never seen it.
2: You you always talked about how it was the worst movie. You would quote it
3: and everything else. No, I the literally the only quote that I would ever say from it was stupid humans. He doesn't even say it like that. I know. <laughs> I know. When I actually saw him say yeah, it, I was, I was very was, disappointed. I was let down. Yeah. Because my, my girlfriend in um high school, her brother, saw the trailer. And thought it was hilarious. And he would quote Tom... Uh, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> he, would cro- he would quote John Travolta. The
2: other side For
3: years after this. And he would always go, <laughs> stupid humans. Actually, hold on. We, we should... When we pause, we should watch the trailer because I think there is actually a part in the trailer where he does it like that.
2: Okay, maybe like a, a different take. Yeah.
3: Okay. Because I feel like there's a, a part where he's you actually see him and he's flying one of the spaceships and he says it like that. Okay. So well, we so it might not be totally wrong.
2: You're you're in for a treat because I have a feeling that we're not only going to be talking about uh, Battlefield Earth, but we will also be talking about the 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 one and only. Uh, the truth of the universe and that is scientology scientology science Sci- scientology
3: scientology <laughs> yes yeah
2: cuz you can't really talk about one without talking about the other when it comes to i don't know if you how much research you did on this even though even though even I have though, a lot.
3: even though lots of people Including the director of this movie, claim that this movie has nothing to do oh, with Scientology. Oh well, well, then.
2: Oh, well, oh, well, that's that's just that's tip of the iceberg. I have <laughs> I have video and audio uh, proof of certain things, which is very fun. Okay. Uh, from at least as much as you can get from people involved. So it's yeah, it will get there. It's 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 an interesting. Uh,
3: yes, this will be. Uh, yeah. this will be fun. So, um, from
2: oh, and if we have any Scientologists listening. Uh we don't mean to offend you, but fuck off. <laughs> oh <I don't, laughs> how about that?
3: I don't care if I offend you. Oh, okay. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> well there you go then.
3: You are it's it's equal opportunity here. I don't care every week if I offend anybody. Mm. So consider yourself lucky. I I, I I view you as any other listener.
2: I view them as worse.
3: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I I do. All right. So, <laughs> so so we do mean to offend yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What if they're right though, dude? You they're, know
2: they're, but they're not.
3: <laughs> you don't know that. I I do. Like, what if you die I, and you find out, like, you go to you go to float up into the sky or down into the earth or wherever Scientologists think you go, and Ron is just waiting for you there, and he's he's fully he's fully purged of all the to be up there and be like,
2: hey. Where's El- El Ron? <laughs> He's
3: He's been fully purged of all thetans, and he's just glowing this beautiful, brilliant light. <laughs>
2: I love that you're using the actual terminology.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that actually, like, that's a... There was a little man in my brain digging really fast to get to you're that word. You're supposed to
2: be purging him, James. Um, <laughs> you supposed to be auditing him.
3: <laughs> but think about it. If you get up there and Elrond's just standing there with this beautiful, brilliant light glowing all around him, and he's like, "Hey man!" At the pearly spaceship. Sorry, we were right. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do?
2: I, I still probably wouldn't want to go. Because you are
3: absolutely <laughs> saturated with. I'm like, right leave now. me, leave me behind. You're, your, we're fine. Your thetan levels are through the roof.
2: I mean, but no, but that's the thing, though. Scientologists believe that you're that every human is immortal. So.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Okay, I don't actually know much about oh, Scientology. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I the the majority of what I know about Scientology is from Leah Ramini. Yep, and, I watched uh, a lot of her stuff today, and I mostly just get caught up in the fact that I I love just how brash and New Yorkish she is, you know. Oh And, yeah. I, and I I stop I stop paying attention to what she's saying, and I just start <laughs> You're paying just attention. She's to She's just voice. like this fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> these fucking people stole. My you, whole fucking life. Are for you me.
3: fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, tell it, girl. All right. So wanted, anyway, I just want to
2: see her holding the slice every time she does it. You know, <laughs> just like, a bit, like folded in half.
3: <laughs> just like every once in a while, getting ready to put it in her mouth, and then she but never actually <laughs> and, getting it. And then you think she's gonna take a bite, and she's like, oh, and by by the way, this <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I love Leah She's mm-hmm. funny. All right. Anyway, Goose Island Beer Company. This is laser brain.
2: Yeah. It makes sense. I, I, I swear, it does. If you've seen the movie, that's how you get your learn thinkings on. That's how you, you get s- your.
3: That's how you get your learn thinkings yep, on. Yep. Y- your brain thinkings. Yep. And also he, uh, um, turl 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 turtle turtle, tur- ter- ter- turtle. <laughs> <laughs> refers to Johnny Goodboy. Oh, my God. Which is his it, real name. It, that's, that's not, let's not. Johnny Goodboy. Don't give
2: it away, James. Don't give it all away. <laughs>
3: he refers to him as rat brain all the time. <laughs> yes. So you got the lasers, you got the brains, you got the laser brain, you got the rat brain. So it all works. It all, it works. all works together. It all works. This is a cool looking can, too. Yeah, it's Very, not bad. Uh, we
2: haven't had a Goose Island in a while, either.
3: Goose Island. So this is a double dry hopped DIPA. Dippa. D-I-P-A. D-I-P-A. Is that just double IPA? Yes, James. I can't we go remember. through this every single time. Yeah, day. I know. No, we go through Drippa. Did you just glitch out? What was your eye doing? <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at me. <laughs> it looked like, like. Have you ever I'm seen like that, that thing? Katy Perry video. I was just going to say, have you ever seen that video of Katy Perry where people thought she was glitching? You just looked at me, and you had the same look on your I face. I did
2: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> my my fucking allergies. My eyes itchy so bad. My contact is like. Super You're still having allergies. Yeah, I think I have the basketball nodules like crazy going on right now. I didn't and get them this year, so dude. Bad.
3: I didn't get them this year. I need,
2: I need to not this bad radio doesn't matter. I need to shut get, up. I need to get my glasses so that I can keep my contacts out of my eyes for a while. Get, which are coming soon, Get hopefully. new glasses, please. I, no, I, I am, I am. Okay, because those
3: little tiny things that you wear.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> I, oh, I don't wear them. That's the thing. I oh, wear them okay. from the bedroom to the bathroom and to the bathroom to the bedroom, and that's it.
3: Please tell me you keep them on while you're coiting.
2: I mean, sometimes. Hell it, yeah, at the dude. End of, at the end of the... No, they, they actually fall off my face because they're too big. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Right. um.
3: Does this have a write-up on it? I don't know. Groove uh, Island? Uh, this is actually kind of a... I was actually surprised to look at this and oh, here see it, that it, was, I got it i got i got see that it was goose island
2: uh in the year three thousand men are the endangered species <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there actually
3: is all right well, that's kind uh, of a bummer and Art did, by I, and jeremiah
2: Salo shalo that's not that's that's not exciting
3: eight point eight percent oh it's a, okay well it's
2: a little higher a little higher, but uh all right, Cheers, sir, I haven't give my this idea. old oh. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I was too busy looking at the... Here, I'll just pour a little bit. All right, cheers, bud.
2: Laser brain. Ah,
3: laser brain.
0: Mm. Ooh.
2: That's got a... Oh, um... it's fruity. Um, Hold on a second here. You know what it smells like?
3: Hmm.
2: Very faintly. Fruit Loops milk. Fruit
3: Loops milk?
2: (laughs) Smell it. Very faintly. Kinda of mm. smells like Fruit Loops. Yeah. That's pretty fucking
3: amazing. Not Fruit Loops, though. The milk.
2: Yeah, well it's, a, it's like a, after said. the after the 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 Fruit Loops have have sopped in the milk for a while. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word that I'm looking for? Like when you
3: steep, steep. steep. <laughs> <laughs> sopped in the milk. Uh, you know,
2: sometimes you gotta sop in the milk. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's like when you lay there for like 10 minutes afterwards and you're just
3: <laughs> I'm just sopping in your sopping. own milk. <laughs> I'm sopping. Um yeah, that's pretty good though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It is uh that
2: uh thats delicious. Goose Island does not let us down uh ever, so
3: No, they really don't. This is an interesting can for um uh, goose. Yeah, yeah. well
2: to they're usually a lot classier. Yeah,
3: they're they're usually a lot more yeah, just like a like a classic clean look. And yeah. this is very like psychedelic. Yep, I like it. Like psychedelic, this,
2: like this movie this week.
3: Super just psychedelic. A,
2: I mean, can you imagine watching this on mushrooms?
3: Yeah, because I did.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well then,
3: I they were porcini's, so <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't tripping or anything like that. Well, but.
2: I had creminis for dinner <laughs> tonight, so I guess we're both good. All right, James.
3: Um, Yeah, so anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Now it's time to get into Trailer Trash.
2: All right, James. uh, Got some trailers for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We don't have a whole lot of news in the next section, so I'm going to take a little longer on this section by having three trailers, which... Isn't, isn't really any different than any other week. <laughs> um, so okay, I love but it. I, I love uh, that. I don't know any of these movies. There's okay. no there's no big hitters that dropped this week. Okay. These are all more uh, more indie releases. Uh, I have not watched them, so this is going to be uh, we're going to go through with this together.
3: I hope they're awful.
2: I I right. Well, the first <laughs> movie is called Tear <Tearsucker>. So <laughs> oh, that actually sounds promising. It sounds like a documentary. <laughs> In fairness, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> um, let's see here. This is called Tear Sucker. Uh, it's with people. One of these movies actually have um, somebody famous in it. Sort of. Uh, this is not you're, the. This is not the one though. You're
3: doing awesome.
2: Really, really good. I know. Pull it. Are you? Put it up there. All right. Uh, well, we don't know anything about this. This is called Tearsucker. Uh, all these trailers, as usual, are on YouTube. Go watch them. Uh, come back to us and um, tell us how you feel, either telepathically or comment on this video. Hell yeah. That you're not going to do. Okay. Tearsucker.
4: Something's not right. Honestly, I... Don't really
1: feel like anything's getting any better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> tear sucker. <laughs> oh, he literally. So <laughs>
2: he literally is a tear sucker.
3: <laughs> so this is somebody. Somebody took. Somebody took the last thirty seconds of the. South Park episode where Cartman cooks Scott Tetman's parents into a bowl, into a <laughs> pot of chili. What? And turn it into a movie. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. There was, there was an episode years ago. I haven't watched South Park in years, but there was an episode years ago where uh um Scott Tetman, he embarrassed Cartman somehow. And so Cartman invited him to a Chili Con Con Carnival where they were going to do a chili cook-off. And Scott Teneman's favorite band was Radiohead. So he invites the kid over for this Chili Con Carnival and there's a chili cook-off. And he has Scott as one of the judges. And he picks the one that he thinks is the most delicious, which is Cartman's and Cartman gets real dark and he's like, "Did you like it, Scott? Did you like it?" And then he eventually gets around to telling him that he killed his parents <laughs> and cooked them into this pot of chili. Did he really do it? And then made yeah, and then made the kid eat his own parents. So Cartman's a murderer. And then yeah. <laughs> and then and then he's licking up his tears. Or no, so the kids the kids like freaking out about it and then radiohead walks up because they're his favorite <laughs> band and they're like hey with that band radiohead <laughs> and they're like oh look at this little cry baby what are you crying about <laughs> and the so then it adds on top of the kid losing his parents and eating his parents that his favorite band now thinks that he's a little cry baby <laughs> and it ends with Cartman just licking the tears off of his face.
2: If this movie ends and then
3: Radiohead walking Ka- out <laughs> and Kyle and Kenny and uh and uh, uh Stan are just sitting there like what the fuck dude? <laughs> it was the darkest episode of South Park ever and they turned it into a movie called Tearsucker.
2: I You know what? We're going to go with that.
3: Where the this dude's mouth is way too small yeah. for his face. Yeah. Yeah. Like way too small. Like go <laughs> go get a bigger like stretch it out. Is surgery you can get to make your mouth bigger? Chelsea Grin. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just a little Yeah, yeah. I don't know a little how snip, I got these snip. scars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say that's about this. It, um, it looks it looks weird, I
2: guess. Yeah. I it looked good until they tried to act. Yeah. And then yeah. It got, and then it got real bad. Mm-hmm. So all right. Uh hopefully the next one fares a little bit better. Uh the next movie is called Cobweb. Uh, this is the movie that is starring Lizzie Kaplan from uh Oh okay. Uh, uh she's from Castle Rock and she did some other stuff too. I cannot think of the other stuff. Hot tub time machine. <laughs> yep. Uh Anthony Starr, who was in the boys, is also in this one. So uh you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh this is apparently executively produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Oh, okay. Which is which is interesting. Uh it's a horror movie, it's not a comedy. But uh hey, what do you what do you know, right? <laughs> All right, this is called Cobweb.
1: It's okay. It was just a bad dream. You have a beautiful imagination. It's going to get you into trouble one day.
3: In. Oh, dude, that looks in. sweet. <laughs> uh,
2: I also said all of these movies were indies. That does not look like an indie movie. No. Um, but fucking in. Oh. That looks
3: great. That looks really cool.
2: Um, the idea of the idea of the knocking at the wall is something that's creeped me out since I was a child. Yeah. So that right instantly sells me on it right there. Um, everybody looks great in this movie. Yeah. The, uh, it looks tense as fuck.
3: Yeah. Uh Lizzie Kaplan and then the guy that you said from uh the boys, which I actually didn't recognize him at first. I, I have Yeah, he plays
2: the main character in the in the boys. Yeah,
3: yeah I've uh, Homelander. Yeah, Homelander. He looks different because he's not blonde in this. Um uh the kid was in stuff too. Yeah, I don't
2: Was he one of the kids from Goodnight Mommy?
3: No. The remake. No, I don't think so. Because even that came because he's. Are you sure? In this movie, he's only what maybe Uh, ten or eleven.
2: he looks like him though. Like he looks like those kids.
3: That's still right there. That's like a. That's like that's like the Babadook. It's Babadook. (laughs) Like I, I was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say that they were ripping anything off, but it's definitely a a Babadook kind of thing. Um, Nothing
2: else about the movie feels like that though.
3: That looks really and there's also there's also like an air of. Like parental bullying, sort of going on. Like the dad is the kid, the kid stuff like this drives me crazy. Especially since having
2: literally saying, "I'm scared of this." Yeah,
3: I'm scared. I'm having nightmares, and his dad is walking in at night and just saying, "Hey, no more nightmares tonight." Like as if he can tell him to just not have nightmares, and it's not and and. Turn your your brain off. And one point the mom's like giving the kid a bath saying, No more nightmares tonight. And the dad's like, damn right. (laughs) It's like, dude. Yeah. You're probably so there. I'm I'm sure there's gonna be some underlying I don't know, some underlying message about like childhood trauma or something like that. But then
2: on the more overt side of it, there was a skull they dug up in their backyard. Right. There's people outside their house, it looks like, or somewhere with a bunch of animal masks on. Like there's there's probably more to this than we than the trailer gives away yeah, which absolutely. you know as there usually is yeah it looks good yeah though. I'm into that cobweb yep um is there a release date for this uh, J- uh, July 21st July I think 21st okay so pretty soon here yeah uh cool that's yep. uh that's cobweb all right uh the last movie for this week's trailer trashed is called the horror of Dolores Roach okay I believe that this is a uh, uh horror comedy mmm so a little more laughs. <laughs>, oh. <laughs> uh, there, it's being described as a Sweeney Todd-inspired horror dramedy. Oh. So, so you got all the uh, genres in there. So uh, this is The Horror of Dolores Roach.
0: 16 years they locked my ass up for possession with intent. Lotus roach in the flesh. It's been like forever,
1: mommy. You look like killer! <laughs> Mommy's been
2: busy.
3: Did I miss your birthday?
0: Oh. I oh, no, I was just uh feeling festive.
2: <laughs> so that's a series, not a movie. Yeah. I did not realize that. Um <laughs> I think that looks kind of fun. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, it, um, it, I do. It is, believe- it is
3: definitely like a a modern day sort of Sweeney Todd. Looks yeah. like looks like this woman. She was in prison, and then when she gets out, she uh, she's trying to rebuild her life, and then she starts a little miss- like a massage parlor, but like well,
2: it's, it's what she's good at in the back of but a like restaurant, in the yeah. back
3: of an empanada restaurant, and then she accidentally, well, accidentally on purpose, kind of kills a guy, and then. Looks like Mark Maron. Mark, Mar- Mark, Mar- Mark <laughs> Maron. Mark Marin is the guy she accidentally, on purpose, kills, and then they start cooking people into the empanadas. The, the chef
2: is like, "I got this. I took care of it," <laughs> yeah. and he's cooking the bodies. Yeah, sounds awesome. Actually, um, I'm into it. The person who I thought was uh, Lori Petty, it's Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They're they're. I don't want to say they're interchangeable, but they're kind of interchangeable.
3: No, totally not at all. But. Uh- <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I get it, yeah. <laughs> but you can see what I mean. Uh, I, you know, I'll watch that. Yeah, that looks good. That's that's a that looks like a fun show. I'll watch. Sure. So, uh, is there a release date on this one? I don't believe so. Yeah, July seventh. Lots of July stuff coming out right now. So, anyway, that's uh, that's your trailer trash for the week.
3: Cool, man. Well, we just watched some trailers. We are trashed. We're gonna are take we, it. Are we
2: yet? Here, here. Oh. Cheer, cheers, me. Cheers. Uh, let's have a let's have a gulpy gulp before Ooh. we. Get into what is coming up. We have one more segment before the big shebang.
3: Are you ready? Maybe I loved it. Maybe I did too. (laughs) (laughs) You look so stupid.
2: You can't make me laugh when Uh, I'm trying to drink. I
3: love it. All right. (laughs) So, again, that was Trailer Trash. We watched some trailers. We are now sufficiently trashed. Let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed Feed.
2: All right, James, uh, we do have to start this very um, this very light news feed with, uh, with a big death, one that I feel like you haven't heard about, because if you would have, I feel like you would have mentioned it to me. Okay. And don't go looking it up right now. I'm going to. Um, Treat Williams oh, passed really? away. Yes. Uh, Treat Williams uh, passed away this week at the age of 71. Uh, he was in a bad motorcycle accident. Oh no! Yeah, uh, he. Um, I mean, obviously, there's not much more to say. He was in a, a bad motorcycle accident, um, and he did not make it through the ordeal. Unfortunately, oh, that's uh, awful. Treat Williams, who was in, uh, he was the title, the title character in the Substitute uh, franchise. Substitute. He was also in a lot of other stuff. Um, uh, Deep Rising. Well, he was. was... The, he was. He was in the sequels to the Substitute Two and Three. <laughs> he was not in the original. Uh, but he was in Deep Rising. though other Another yeah. big thing. Everwood. Didn't we just talk about Everwood? You did. You
3: mentioned it the uh, on, on the week, episode I Jen think. was
2: on two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yep. so he was also in Everwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in some, a lot of other stuff, too. Miss Congeniality 2, uh, Once Upon a Time in America, uh, The Phantom he was in, uh, Episodes of Tales from the Crypt. He was in Night of the Sharks in 1988, as well as Dead Heat, which I'm pretty sure is that buddy cop movie with zombies. Yeah, what? <laughs> I I I had never heard of it before until <laughs> Joe Bob played it, and it looks amazing. I don't think I've ever heard of. That. I watched like maybe fifteen minutes of it, and then I had to go somewhere. But a buddy cop film with zombies. Yeah. Why yeah. have
3: we not done that yet?
2: We should do it next week. Okay. Um. No, we know what we're doing next week, James.
3: Oh, do we? Yes. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay.
2: Anyway, though. Um. Yeah. So rest in peace, Treat
3: Williams. That's a big loss for this. Yeah, week. it's a bummer. Rest in peace.
2: All right. Um. So shifting into things that are more fun than. Someone dying. Um, the Last of Us, which was uh, a fantastic video game, then made an even better TV series. We're starting to get the announcements of know, Halloween Horror Nights. Do you
3: know this from... Did you play the game and watch the series? Played part of the game. Okay.
2: Watched one episode of the series. And Not because...
3: Th- and did you think that the series was better than the video game?
2: From what I saw of it? Um... It's tough. The first the first episode's more setup stuff, but it does play out exactly like the video game. And I've been keeping I had been keeping up on reviews of the show, not spoilers or anything, but like, you know, it's it's a very well well respected, well loved sure, show. Sure, yeah, 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 Um, If you're into the Last of Us world, uh, Halloween Horror Nights are starting to expand. Uh, release their expansions for this year of new mazes and all that stuff and there is a new attraction for the last of us coming to halloween horror nights this year so that's pretty awesome if you're really into it this is not to miss i've done a, two of them now in my uh, my lifetime mm-hmm. and uh don't miss them because they're amazing well
3: so can you really say that when you've missed uh i don't done, know 30 of them but i've done two
2: so that makes up for it. How long has Halloween
3: Horror Night been going on? You know? uh,
2: for a while, for a while. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just saying like, if, if you're a gigantic Last of Us fan, all I'm saying is like, go make make it a point to be in either Florida or L.A. this year Yeah, and experience it because they're unlike anything else.
3: Yeah, I'd love That's to go all. to one sometime. I think that, uh, well, you're probably not going to go to one anytime soon. No, since no, you're- no. Having a wedding, yeah, yeah,
2: no, there's no money for. for Maybe I'll
3: just maybe I'll just take your place. I'll go meet up with Vito. There you go, and we'll go to Hollywood. I think he would like that,
2: or or he might not like that. I'm not sure. He
3: might he might not because right now we're in like direct competition as best men. Oh yeah, which one is the better man? Can't find a better man.
2: Can't find a better.
3: That's why you're equal. I couldn't
2: find a better man. That's (laughs) That's true. Okay. Unless Eddie Vedder wants to come and be my best man.
3: Well, so maybe it's destined to be. Then maybe we should go to Halloween Horror Nights together. Yeah,
2: do it. Okay. Do it. Anyway, though. uh, Yeah. Uh, Moving on here, Uh, we don't typically do Blu-ray releases anymore, but I kind of wanted to focus on this one a little bit because uh, a movie that we really, really enjoyed that was a Shutter exclusive for a while. Mm -hmm. We did for the show, uh, Deadstream. We really, really enjoyed Deadstream. Deadstream.
3: You can't even remember it. No, I can't, dude. We've watched so many movies.
2: Uh, it's a movie where the guy went into the haunted house and he was live streaming, and it was attached to him. That was called
3: Deadstream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No,
3: I remember the movie very well. That was called Deadstream. Yes. Wow, you could you could have showed uh. like you could have showed me the entire movie and i would not have been able to tell you what the what well, the name of the movie was.
2: Well, i'm i'm focusing on this because it's more it's it's not necessarily about the movie and more about they're doing it right. You know, Evil Dead Rise is getting released in the next week or so. Yeah. Zero bonus features. Nothing. You buy the disc, you get the movie, that's it. What? Nothing on it. Why? For a movie like Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Nothing. Which which really really hurt my soul. Yeah, like it bollocks. pissed me off. Yeah. Deadstream, however, an indie movie <laughs> that is getting that is getting the uh, the Blu-ray and Steelbook packaging.
3: Uh, oh, treatment. stunning, stunning Steelbook. I you, even... I kind of miss doing right, that. Do honestly. it, do it, do it. One, well, <laughs> <it's, laughs> do it. Now it's now it's now, now Deadstream feels too... is coming out in stunning Steelbook packaging. That's nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: This is this is what you're getting from an indie movie. Audio commentary with the writer, director, uh, and, and actors of the movies. Deleted and alternate scenes. Monsters and makeup bringing Deadstream to life. Onset of Deadstream. Bloopers. Test footage. The camera and lighting of Deadstream. Because that's kind of interesting, actually, yeah, being yeah, that it yeah. was a like a, not found footage but like streaming footage movie. Right. Um. Sound design and lighting, Deadstream, and the true scary stories from the set of Deadstream. This is jam packed with bonus features. Yeah, that's awesome. Why the fuck can big budget movies not put out at least something?
3: Because they want to put out the they want to put out the first run, and they're going to put out some special edition. It, they, it's
2: really dumb. It's James. I mean, it's just, just am put I it all am I wrong once? though?
3: Like am I wrong? Like I don't I don't buy physical media as much as you do. Am I wrong? Like isn't that, isn't that no, how, it is. how isn't that how they do that? For my, they'll in they'll, my put, opinion, they'll put something out with nothing on it. Like lately
2: that seems to be the trend. But here's the thing. If you buy that the first time,
3: yeah.
2: Unless you are like a, a collector like me uh-huh. or you know in my ilk, if you will. Um if you own the movie already, you're not going to double dip. So what's the point of putting it out twice? Put it out with everything the first time, and then you're gonna get everybody to buy it the first time.
3: Because here's because here's the thing: I'm not gonna buy that. You put, it, you that, put it out the first time, and you're gonna get you're gonna get the wide audience to buy it. Nope. No, you will. If you put it out the first time with nothing on it, you'll get the wide audience to buy it, including the collectors. Because the collectors want to collect everything, and then you put out another spec. Because so, think about it. If you put it out to begin with, with all the special features, you'd get the general audience and the collectors to buy it all at I'm, once. I'm not buying it. The collect. I I know, but I'm look, just saying, like the people who I'm, are not, like,
2: I'm not alone on that.
3: I I know, but like, think about it. Like, you would get the regular people and the collectors to buy it. But if you put out the just the the bare bones. You'd get the regular people and the collectors to buy it, and then you put out the special features one, like the special edition one, you might get a, a little bit of the crowd who hasn't bought it yet, a little bit of the, the, the mainstream crowd who hasn't bought it yet, plus the collectors will buy another edition of it.
2: I mean they might, but I don't know, It just it just seems dumb to me. It really does. Just it does to me. Put it out the right way too, the first time.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with I know, you. I'm just stupid. saying I'm, I'm trying to justify through the why, the why? mind of a why? Through the mind of a greedy person. But but why? Cause, why cause, justify it? Because money. People like money.
2: Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh speaking of people like money, uh, if you're into collecting screen used props. There's a big auction coming up
3: I am look around and you. uh <laughs> look around you
2: who what's that board from
3: that was the uh that harmonica holder right there yeah yeah that was used in uh in uh uh deliverance okay you know the scene with the dueling banjos <laughs> something something you never <laughs> notice is the kid actually has a harmonica holder around okay. his neck okay. while he's playing and that's that's screen used right there okay yep
2: that is that is that like a screen
3: capture of uh, the original line from Wizard of Oz? The painting of the lion right there. That's from. What the hell is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, creeping that's, up on us. That's actually a selfie, a selfie painting from uh, Return to Oz. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So interesting. Yeah. Okay,
2: I'm mean, gonna do it.
3: So I mean, I don't, I don't have my stuff insured, which I should. But you're, you're surrounded by millions of dollars worth of memorabilia down here okay yeah
2: well you want something to add to it yes okay we're gonna play a game okay this is why I'm, this is why i'm bringing this up mm. we're gonna play the price is right james i love games i'm gonna name you some of it's for auction in this auction okay uh which if you want to uh, pro, uh propstore.com slash live auction that's where you want to go okay um these and many other things i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you uh a prop mm-hmm. and they're gonna give you a cost and it's your job to tell me whether or not it is expected to go above or below the cost that i give you.
3: Oh, so we got the <clears throat> we got the classic higher or lower sort the of. The classic okay. higher or lower. Right.
2: Okay. First up from John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Up for auction is Norris played by Charles Hannahan. Mhm. Uh-huh. The Spiderhead. Oh shit. Will it estimated Go for more or less than seventy thousand dollars. More,
3: correct. Yeah,
2: it is estimated to bring between one and two hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit! Fuck! Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on here. Um, Freddy versus Jason, mm-hmm. two thousand three. Uh, we have uh, a Robert England autographed Freddy Krueger fedora. mm Hmm. Will it less? go, I need to give you a fucking price first, James. Okay,
3: go ahead, but it's less.
2: Because by you telling me that, I'm doing this on the fly. By you telling me that, I'm going to change what I'm going to say. You're doing
3: the prices on the fly? All right, go my ahead. My prices? Just go with go with the price you were going to say. I didn't have one in mind yet. You didn't have one in mind? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're ruining my game.
2: You're <laughs> fucking ruining my game.
3: I'm not ruining your game because you didn't prepare. Give me a
2: price. Um, we're gonna go with nineteen
3: thousand dollars. Should I say now? Now here's the thing. Should I say more just because you want me to be wrong because you're an asshole, or should I I'm go? I'm the
2: one that jumped the gun. Why am I the asshole?
3: Less. Less. More. I ah, see. <laughs> What's it expected to go for? It's expected
2: to go for $20 to $40,000.
3: So, here's the thing that I learned about memorabilia recently yep. is people like real hardcore collectors do not like their stuff signed. I'm sure you know this already.
2: Oh, I agree. I agree.
3: Yeah. I didn't, now, I didn't I didn't actually know that. I always thought like, oh, if something is signed, it's it's different like if it's, it's because if it's, you
2: want it in its most original state.
3: If it's something like a if it's something like a like a like a very old like first addiction, uh, first, addiction first edition first <laughs> edition novel, like maybe it's different. That was different. heroin. <laughs> like a first edition novel, I don't know, like if you had like a Edgar Allan Poe book that yeah, was signed yeah. that might that might be different but like I was watching something recently I think it was actually Pawn Stars and a guy came in and he had a screen used version of the the Sports Almanac from Back to the Future Part 2 mm-hmm. and because it was signed it was worth much less Ah uh, it was no, signed it we- was it was signed by uh, but if it's Michael J. Fox what it, so the guy who they brought in to to evaluate it and to appraise it was the guy who actually made the prop okay he was the guy who made the sports almanac okay and he said this is actually going to go for less than what it would be if it was just uh that makes no mint sense. condition yeah. this guy was the prop master on uh back, back to the, to the future. future 2 weird and he said collectors like hardcore collectors want this stuff in pristine condition which means exactly how it would have been seen on screen and so by having by having michael j fox's signature on the inside it lessens the value i have a
2: i have a first release evil dead the, Mm -hmm. the very very first vhs release that ever was put out yeah and it's signed by bruce campbell yeah i wish that it wasn't oh really yeah no, I, I, I'm one of those people that like... I, I want it in its most original state. Sure. That's just me. Now, don't get me wrong. I like the one that I have that's signed by him. I just wish that I had another one. Like, and I'm, for I'm you, on the lookout for For you, it's not even like you're
3: not looking to sell it. No. So, it's literally for your own... So, that kind of proves the point. A little bit. That kind of proves the point. Like no, For your own that, personal collection, you would rather have this first See, that's, edition But that's more VHS. of a
2: monetary thing. Or, or sorry, it's more of a personal thing. Monetarily, the signed one should always go for more money. But monetarily,
3: would you? Would you? Yeah, okay. A signed
2: I... copy, even of that Evil Dead tape, will be worth more than without it. That's just so. That's it. Depends.
3: It depends on the collector, though. Like you. So, so you're no,
2: I I agree with you. But so for right to now, say that, for right now, that, if
3: you were so right now, if you were, if you didn't own that copy of Evil Dead, if you were to be presented with two copies of of that particular tape, and they were priced the same, which one would you buy?
2: The non the non signed one. But well, there you go. But that's a personal preference though. For 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 that to be a blanket statement for all collectors, it's untrue.
3: Personally, for me, because I'm just like a, I'm just a stupid person, a, a normal fan, stupid person. I'd be like, hell yeah, dude! I got the almanac with Michael J. Fox's signature. Like exactly, I'm, I'm super into that. But the people who are willing to spend thousands of dollars on a piece of memorabilia sure. from a, a movie want it in well pristine that
2: Ballpoint pen was not original. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't care. Who there's touched supposed it. to be three <laughs>
3: teeth marks on the top, and now there's four. This is bullshit. Anyway, right, James. Sorry, yeah, uh, we just talked about that for a long yeah, time. Anyway, uh, go ahead. One
2: uh one more and two more things here. Um let's see here. A Hellraiser from nineteen eighty seven. Never heard of it. Screen matched animatronic engineer head. Now when they say screen matched, I'm assuming it means there's no authenticity, but they've screen matched it like this is this piece and we can prove it by like l- little details, not like replica.
3: So it's so it's um, so it's assumed that it was used on screen. Yeah. Like, and there's, they and there's no used, authenticity, and but they can s- like experts have like. Yes. Have like.
2: I don't know for sure dived that that's dived into yeah, to make sure that it's I don't okay. know for sure that that's what it is. That's how I take it. Okay. So we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll but look into that a little the bit. The screen matched animatronic engineer head from Hellraiser. Okay. How much do you think we go for? Plus or minus? $5500.
3: Uh more or less than $5500? The the engineer had uh less.
2: It's actually bang on the money.
3: <laughs> oh, Oh, fifty five.
2: It's uh between three and thirty five and seven thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an option, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so they gave okay. And so we're they... gonna
2: we're gonna end we're gonna end with two of my personal favorites right. of the thing. Okay. Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Uh, stop motion Henrietta noby uh ted ramey worn head whoa yeah yeah plus or minus eleven thousand dollars more final answer yeah less less really which means it's affordable (laughs) We don't need part of my wedding. You don't need to. You don't need to go to Rome. <laughs> uh, the Evil Dead Two uh, stop motion Henry Noby had five to ten thousand oh, dollars. That's it. That's a bargain. Seems, I know. It seems that seems really low oh, to that me. That is a bargain. And then the last one, the full size Deadite soldier puppet from Army of Darkness, more or less ninety five hundred dollars. Less. You learned. Yeah. So you're, you're learning. It's <laughs> a smart girl. <laughs> uh yes. Uh, between thirty-five and seven thousand dollars.
3: So there wow. you go. Yep. I mean, even still, though. I'm sorry.
2: Twenty-five to five thousand. I'm <laughs> dyslexic. Um, twenty-five to five thousand dollars. That's it. Wow. But uh, yeah, these and a bunch of other stuff are going to be available. So if you're into that kind of thing and you have a shit ton of money to spend, uh, a send it to us. Yeah. But if you have anything left over, go to auction.
3: Get this is this this seems like a good time to tell you, get ten separate emails and get ten separate Audible trials at www.audibletrial.com slash the Buzzkill Podcast. Do it. Go ahead and get yourself ten free trials and send us what would that be? One hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, that's you can it. buy us beer for like the rest of the year. We'll send you. We'll send you like autographed things. Yeah, I mean if that's important like to you, we'll send
2: you that lamp.
3: Yeah, that lamp with the purple. The purple bulb. This. That piece of wood. This candle, which is bookends from Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Oh. The, the Obi Lobby. Z-o-be-lo-be. Z-o-be-lo-be. James
2: leaving to autograph his jackalope.
3: No, I won't send you my <laughs> jackalope. Sorry. My parents gave me that, and I'm super stoked about it, All having right. it in my house. You know, um, we can, you know what we can sell, though? What?
2: Autographed clona willies.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. <laughs> this is awful. Nobody
2: wants this.
3: I was just thinking about this the other day. How do you, okay, how do you make sure that you stay, like, if I just, if you just dip your dick into this thing and it has to, like, stay there for a few minutes, Yeah. if there's nothing going on, it's just going to start to wither away.
2: I would just have, I would just have my wife suck my nipples for a bit. (laughs) That doesn't do it for you?
3: I just wanted to know your answer.
2: <laughs> hey, come on, give me some nipple play. We're good to go. I have my,
3: I have my idea, but like, yeah, I wanted to know your answer. Rim job, right? Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. That's, That's it. Yep.
2: Rusty trombone. Instead of playing it, she's just kind of holding an E flat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, all right, that's it for
2: the news.
3: All right, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We should probably get a snack, and when yep. we get back, we'll get into <laughs> Bad Brew, Battlefield Earth, baby. I,
2: I have nothing to add to that.
3: Let's get uh, let's get crazy with some Scientology. Let's get let's get let's get correct with some Scientology. How about right done yes throughout this we will see faces ripped apart with hooks a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description
2: We are gathered here today, yeah, to discuss Battlefield Earth.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Debra. Debra.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, that's uh, that's okay. Uh,
3: it's when the break bleeds into the to the rest of the show. Oh, is that what that is?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were doing impressions of Ray Romano on the break. Uh, you know, you know.
1: <laughs> All right, uh,
2: Battlefield Earth from the year of our Lord 2000.
3: Jeez, was it 2000?
2: Yep, 23 years ago.
3: And somehow... 23 years ago. And somehow it feels like 43.
2: It's uh, somehow, Cause somehow.
3: Because the effects are...
2: But it takes place in the year 3000, James.
3: But it's got mid-80s effects. Oh, it's bad.
2: Oh, it's bad. I got notes on the effects. Uh, Directed by a Mr. Roger Christian, which is very ironic that a Christian directed a Scientology movie. (laughs) Just putting that out there. Uh, Roger Christian is an Academy Award winner. Yes, he is. Uh, and, and, And honestly... You might not know what in, but you know the movie. Uh, he won an Academy Award for set dressing for the original Star Wars, A New Hope. Yep. Yeah. And then he made
3: Battlefield Earth. Which is funny because John Travolta describes Battlefield Earth as a new hope. Star Wars 4, A New Hope, but better.
2: Does he really? That's exactly no. Yes, no.
3: That's a quote. Where? That's a direct quote from where? From the from everything you read about this movie. Jesus. Did you not see that?
2: That that part, he said. No. It,
3: he said. He said. He said. Battlefield Earth is Star Wars for a New Hope, but better. And oh, Schindler's List. The Schindler's List of Sci-Fi. It's the Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: that's what it is.
3: It's the Schindler's <laughs> Fist. Of <laughs> sci-fi.
2: Um, it's the year 3000 AD, and Earth is lost to the race of aliens, Cyclos. <laughs> Humanity is enslaved by these gold-thirsty tyrants who are unaware that their man-animals are about to ignite the rebellion
3: of a lifetime. The man Animals. The
2: man
1: animals.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. They should have called this movie fucking like Battle Laugh Earth or Battlefield Laugh or Earth Field Laugh Movie.
3: How did you how did you manage? How did you manage in the last ten seconds to make three things that are worse than this movie? Battle Laugh Earth. Or, or Battlefield Laugh.
2: This movie is literally just or John laugh
3: Or Laugh-A-Field.
2: This, this movie is literally just John Travolta and Forrest Whitaker laughing hysterically. It's the entire movie. And it's so bad.
3: And every once in a while you got fucking... What's his name? Uh, uh, Barry Pepper. Oh,
2: fucking Barry. Johnny... <laughs>
3: John, old Joe Johnny, Johnny Goodboy. old Johnny Goodboy, Tyler. Oh, at what sake. point in time did they ever say his? It, never. They, they said never. that his name was Johnny. They never said his name was Johnny Goodboy. No. And they, and they no. certainly never said his name was Johnny Goodboy Tyler. Can you imagine the script though? Enter Johnny
2: Goodboy Tyler. <laughs>
3: <laughs> fuck's sake, dude! All right, hold on. Uh, okay. So yuck. neither one of us ever saw this movie no. in its entirety. No. Uh, really? It's seen,
2: seen like clips of it, but that's about it.
3: Really, I all I ever saw was uh, short little snippets. Yep. And my high school girlfriend's brother doing an impression of John Travolta saying, <laughs> "Stupid humans." Even though I don't think that's exa- it's it, not how it we. Went we at all. I I I forgot to look up the trailer. That's but pretty, what we were gonna watch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so, it. so we need, we, I'm going to pull that up so that we can look at it so it can be a correction for next week if we need to. Fair. Um, anyway. Um,
2: all right. So starring John Travolta as Terrell, 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 Terrell. Tur- I was going to Tur- say Terrell. Terrell. uh Terrell. Uh, 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 who is the, the main bad guy. He's the, the, uh, the, the guy that runs the planet. Sort of.
3: He's the cyclo head of security. Head of security. Yes. That's it. Uh you
2: have Barry Pepper again who plays Johnny Goodboy.
3: Old Johnny Goodboy.
2: Who is like the, the main human.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's
2: fucking humans. Uh Forrest Whitaker, who, is, who plays Kerr, who is John Travolta's like right hand man. So you
3: get Tur and Kerr Turl and now, Kerr.
2: In a in a in a in a, a little bit of a bright spot in the movie. Kim Coates. Kim
3: Coates, dude.
2: He's good in everything, and he also managed to be not bad at at the very least, not bad in this movie.
3: (laughs) He did what he could with what he was given. That's what what more can you expect? That's really all you can ask for in a movie. I like Kim Coates. I have. I love Kim Coates. I have for uh, a long time. He's, to me, he's always uh, his, like, his he's overshadowed by his character in sons of anarchy that's just that's like i know that he's been in a lot he was in so much before oh i know he's been in a lot before and after that but to me his his character in sons of anarchy is has always sure like every time i see most popular character yeah, yeah yeah for sure uh
2: nobody else of note though really is in the movie um uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the cast list here. It's 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 nothing worth mentioning. But like, well, those you, got your f-
3: you got Mr. C- Mr. Crisp from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was uh, it, what the hell is he? Uh, Robert the Fox, which Robert again, Fox. which again, Wait, they ne- they Richard never Tyson. They never said his name once. No. Yeah, he was Mr. Crisp in uh, oh, Kindergarten Cop. I you did not him? know
2: that. I did not oh, know yeah, that. Oh uh, yeah, okay, so. What, what to say about this movie? Um, <laughs> I loved it. Did you? I did. I loved it in a very, very ironic way. Yeah. Like, here's the thing: the movie is dog shit. It yeah, is. Absolutely. It is the absolutely. fact that it won the Razzie for the worst movie of the decade is well deserved.
3: Oh, it! it it's a terrible movie. Oh, it! It won many Razzies. Yeah.
2: It this. <laughs> This 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 movie is not going to get redeemed from being a bad brew. I'll tell you that right off the bat. Oh, not going to no. happen. No, of that course not. That being said, for all the 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 shit that you give me for loving terrible movies, this has everything. <laughs> it has eb- as everything that you want in a bad sci-fi movie. Yeah. <laughs> So on those merits, I can't not love it. You know? Like yeah, yeah. it's weird. I have a weird love hate relationship with it. Um, John Travolta is more annoying in this movie than he was in The Fanatic. Oh dude. Which 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 is which is hard to beat.
3: Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, is John is John Travolta just not a good actor? No, he's not. <laughs> it's weird because he's been in so many uh, he's been in so many big movies. And I, even going into this movie, he had a twenty million dollar Yeah.
2: It was it was pulp fiction. Was, it was pulp fiction it,
3: brought him out of obscurity. He didn't know. he was doing well, nothing. I, I mean Greece. Before. I mean Greece but, really sort of threw him in. Greece and but Sat- Greece wasn't Greece and Saturday Night Fever. Gra- Greece and Saturday Night Fever threw him into the limelight.
2: But those movies didn't do what Paul Fiction did for him. They just didn't. Like he was a, No, they did being I mean, an A-list actor. No. He yeah, was no. Paul Gre- Fiction's the one that did it, dude. And then he did Michael no. afterwards. He did Phenomena afterwards. He did Gre- a bunch of other stuff.
3: Coming out of Greece and Saturday Night Fever, which both came out in I think 78, 79, something like that. Both of those movies, he was, like, the but hot he, shit coming out he, of those movies. But then movies, all he was, through,
2: like, the 80s and stuff, he had strings of flops. No, I
3: understand. Nobody wanted to touch him. I understand, but, like, wait, but what he, like, coming out of those two movies, he was hot shit. Well, sure. So he was... I don't sure, f- but that, didn't, but that, that, that
2: has do you nothing it, to do with... So you with think
3: it was Pulp Fiction that made him... No, it the, was. It, it was? Yeah, it pl- was okay. absolutely Pulp Fiction. So that was what made him... But Pulp Fiction came out... Quentin and- Tarantino
2: brought him back out of obscurity. He was this guy that had this great career when he was very young, put out a decade's worth of just crap movies. Yeah, garbage. And then Pulp Fiction came around, Quentin Tarantino brought him out of obscurity, and oh. that's what reinvi- like revitalized his okay. career.
3: So that makes sense. Then what I I read something earlier that he actually, because John Travolta was very like oh in, I, I, inter- I know all about this. John yes. Travolta was very integral in like making this movie happen, this, and he actually offered the director spot to Tarantino well, there's at a first. Reason for right? That. Okay.
2: Not <laughs> first. Not first. They had they, this movie was originally pitched to Ridley Scott. Really? Ridley Scott <laughs> passed on it. Oh, I wonder so why. There's. there's 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 an entire lineage to this movie. I actually have um, audio and video stuff. I want to. That's fine.
3: I'm just gonna let you sit back and educate me on this because we'll we'll get to this stuff after.
2: Let's talk about the movie first. Okay. Let's talk about the movie first. Um, Like we said, it's so bad. It does that whole thing where it circles around so far, but this
3: one—it's a snake eating its own tail. No, this
2: one. This one didn't. It's not a snake eating its own tail. It's a snake that ate its tail, regurgitated its tail, and yeah. then ate it again. Yeah, That's where this movie, right. it goes around twice. <laughs> That's where this movie lands. Um, it's, it's fucking awful. It's, it's a it's snake a, a
3: snake that ate its own tail and got all the way to the head, and, and it consumed its head, and then it lives in a metaphysical realm <laughs> where time and space and matter aren't even a thing anymore, but it continues to eat.
2: In in order to just kind of get past this and just be done with it, the movie essentially is about it. it okay, you're on Earth, humankind, as, as it tells you in big bold green letters across the bottom of the screen. Humans are the
3: endangered species. Humans are endangered. Um,
2: you you have this this the cyclones are cyclones sorry Cyclos. <laughs> Uh have taken over Earth. They've they've uh, eradicated human beings. They they treat them as nothing more than animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're mining the earth for gold, yeah. basically, is what it is. Uh, they come from this galaxy spanning people that, you know, planet hop and you know, steal yeah, everything. They hop from planet, from hop planet, from planet, planet to leave.
3: planet to get the get the resources from each planet. Yeah, and then that's once pretty much they've it. once they've taken all the resources, they destroy the planet and move on. Yeah.
2: John Travolta is the head of security, right? Yeah. And he, uh, and, and, and he was hoping to get off the but island. He's, but he's, destined, the f- island, he's huh? destined
3: for bigger things. Yeah, he's
2: destined for bigger things. Uh, he's hoping to get off the planet, and then he gets screwed over because he's shysty himself mm-hmm. and is stuck on this planet forever. Yeah. So he thinks it's a good idea to take this guy named Johnny, who is the main human character, who, backtrack, comes from this small little quaint town, of, of surviving surviving humans who have apparently never wandered more than a couple hours outside of their own home
3: to see what's out in the world. Well, they couldn't because the monsters... After thousands and thousands of years. They no c- one's ever known anything. They couldn't because the monsters were waiting for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, why... It- <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> He finally ventures out because he's the the main character because that's you know it's what he's destined to do as a main character. Mm-hmm. You venture out and do stuff, mm-hmm. um, and he meets up with uh, Kim Coates and some other dude, and uh, they get captured by the Cyclos. And this is your story.
3: It's funny. I didn't even think about this. Like, <laughs> which it's it's kind of like why didn't I think about this? But also why would I think about this? Because this movie doesn't make you want to think really sure Um, so let's say they were attacked in the year 2000 so it's been a thousand years since they've ventured outside of their their boundaries right we're supposed to just assume and believe that every roaming every roving gang of like cavemen now speaks the same language and the (laughs) same dialect
2: well no, they have monkey grunts again.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Actually, yeah, that's a good point.
2: Why did they so evolve? So humans... Why did humans devolve back into Neanderthals, but then within like a week's time period over the course of this movie, they can fly fighter jets?
3: <laughs> Don't you okay, you skip you skip ahead when you shouldn't have because you're just like you're giving the people too much. It's like it's too much goodness all at once. You can't give out that much goodness all at once. So actually, My no, you bring up a good point. So every time you hear people speaking English, the English language in this movie, you're not actually hearing English.
2: No, I well, see. OK, no, so none
3: of the, so the humans all of, are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. So think think about this, because they they cross the streams a lot. Every time humans interact with humans before the cyclos show up, you're hearing English, right? Yeah. But when the cyclos show up, you're still hearing English, but the cavemen aren't hearing English, they're hearing cyclo. And the cyclos aren't hearing English coming from the humans because every once in a while they'll show what the humans are actually speaking which is just a series of grunts and stuff <laughs> like they'll do that so the humans aren't actually it's they're 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 giving us as the audience english because, i thought about because this exact makes,
2: thing for the cyclos yeah
3: the human but not the humans the humans are not speaking english they're speaking like they're, why s- they're speaking Neanderthal.
2: But why wouldn't they speak the language? The people who are their ancestors wouldn't have spoken any different, and everybody who would have been passed down from those people would have learned the same language. That doesn't make any sense. Why that they would devolve
3: back into grunts? I agree, and that's why this—that's <laughs> why it makes us because there's no reason. Because think Cause about when it. When he
2: learns the cycle language at the end, they do communicate a little bit, and they—they—they they, they bring it back every now and then. Yeah. But I—I I did get the impression though, I'm like I don't think that we're supposed to be hearing like Travolta and Forrest Whitaker talking in English. No, I think that's supposed to be them in cycle the whole time. Yeah. It's just making it easier for yeah. the
3: dumb audience to yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> stupid humans
3: <laughs> well you were st- well you were learning how to write your name <laughs> i was learning how to conquer galaxies so, did you know that
2: john travolta so this movie uh battlefield earth written by
3: Hubbard. ron hubbard, l. Ron hubbard um, which do you know what the l stands for leonard i, I just learned this today Leonard. no it's lafayette lafayette yeah like the street in detroit
2: lafayette ron
3: hubbard lafayette (laughs) ronald imagine (laughs) imagine imagine naming your kid lafayette and then giving them the middle name (laughs) ronald (laughs) (laughs) instead of like
2: just ron lafayette ron Ron.
3: (laughs) (laughs) giving them the middle name ron instead of like lafayette like lafayette cambridge Oh, what a great name, Lafayette Cambridge. I know what I'm naming my kids now. Lafayette Cambridge. They'd Hec- never know how to Heckman. spell it
2: though. As as a as a child, they'd be fucked.
3: Well, you also have to spell it in like 2023 20, terms.
2: Oh God. No. So
3: it's like La F- like Lafayette like L A F A E I G H. Lafay. No no, 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 it'd be at- L A
2: U G H. Like like no, how would they spell it? L A. <laughs> how would they spell it? They, they we spelled saw, some fucked up way. We,
3: we saw we saw I feel like a dick saying this, but we were at a we were at a we were at an event recently where the names of I'm not even gonna say the age group of the people that were written on a list and one of the children was named Bentley, but it was B-E-N-T-L-E I apostrophe oh no apostrophe gh so it was like bentley oh. bentley 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 oh sorry I don't mean to uh, talk shit but I anyway, I um, do also at the same time yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah no it, it just um oh yeah. where were we going with that so English, L. Ron yeah. Hubbard, hit, L. Ron me up, Hubbard
3: yeah. hit me up with some knowledge about L. Ron Hubbard
2: well he uh, created this thing called Scientology yeah we know that did you know so L. Ron Hubbard wrote this book, and it's been John Travolta. It was John Travolta's like lifelong goal <laughs> to adapt this movie, in uh, adapt the book rather into a movie. Since 1985 is when he first started talking
3: about it. So he wa- he wanted this was like
2: a lifelong goal, and it's funny because the book is held to very high esteem as being one of the greatest. You know, one of the best science fiction novels ever written. Is it really? Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. actually I, after watching himself, this,
3: I would like to read it.
2: Alron himself is considered one of the greatest science fiction writers ever, which is proof positive because he made people believe in <laughs> real life science fiction. I was gonna say
3: he's he's <laughs> so good that he's yeah. got an entire two generations of people actually following yeah. his words.
2: Yeah. Um so but <clears throat> the thing is is like like John Travolta has been trying to get this movie made forever. He finally got. He finally pitched it to Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott passed. They were picked up by a major studio. I can't remember what it was. Uh, they got dropped. It was
3: MGM at first wasn't it? Was MGM?
2: It? They got dropped. This guy. This guy. Um, the writer of the movie. What's his name? Um, I have. I have audio here of him talking about it. Without, Sh- uh, Shapiro. A bit. No. Uh, what's his first name though? Um, Carlos? No, not Carlos. Corey. Cor- it's the it's the American. Oh, version. Corey Mandel. It's the the American version. Yeah. So Carlos. well, Sh- um,
3: so J.D. Shapiro wrote the wrote the first version. Correct. The first draft of the of the uh, of the screenplay.
2: Correct.
3: And apparently, his version of it was like really dirty and gritty and dramatic and actually, I'd love to read it. It actually sounded pretty good. Sure. <laughs> and so. Uh, John Travolta comes in, and 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 him along with, I don't know if it was people from the Sci- the Church of Scientology or something. They were like, well, no, L. Ron Hubbard specifically said because this like Battlefield Earth was the novel that L. Ron Hubbard always hoped to have, uh, made into sure. a movie. And Travolta and, and L. Ron and, Hubbard,
2: I believe, were like pretty close.
3: Yeah, I, I yeah, think. I don't, I don't know I for sure. I think at least, I don't know. But so, what but L. Ron Hubbard had specifically laid out like if if this movie ever gets made because he died in like nineteen eighty six or something like that. Yeah. If if this movie ever gets made, I want it to be made exactly like this. And so J D Shapiro comes in and writes this like really good treatment for the for the film. Right. Well, not a treatment. He like actually wrote the whole screenplay. Sure. And it ended up not being really anything at all, like uh what l ron Hubbard had stated he wanted the the movie to be like, and so John Travolta comes in and says, "Ah, oh, no, we need to change it to be more faithful to the source material and so they had who was the who was the next screenwriter that came so Cory Mandel, Mandel so, yeah. so
2: Cory Mandel there's an interview with him um it's a, it's a filmmaking website or whatever, and for their YouTube page, they interview him, and he's talking about Battlefield Earth, and he's talking <clears> about <throat> his entire experience and how, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, he had been approached to write this, and everybody in all of his circles said, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this.
3: Even and re- Even reportedly, there's rumors that Tom Cruise... Well, who is also a member of the Tom Church of Tom Scientology. Tom Cruise gave
2: the movie shit after it was out. I don't know about beforehand. There's a there's a story,
3: there's a story that he said to the like the producers and the writers, everybody like, who was this. involved like it's a bad it's a bad idea to make this film in well, general. And nobody listened
2: to it. It doesn't him. shock me. Tom Cruise might be crazy as shit, but he actually knows what he's talking about within the industry. Yeah, of course. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um so Corey Mandel eventually said yes to write this, and he wrote it. And uh, as he goes on to say, the movie that so the movie was was passed around from different production companies, and it finally ended (coughs) up with Franchise Pictures, which Franchise Pictures was not a real production company; they were just financiers. It's more of an investment firm, yeah. So the only people producing the movie were John Travolta, his producing partner, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I want to play this this first bit here, uh, where he's talking about. What happened after that?
3: Who's talking about this?
2: Uh, This is screenwriter Corey Mandel. Yeah. Like from the horse's mouth who made the movie, wrote the movie, whatever. Yeah. Uh, This is what he has to say.
4: So everyone else was saying, don't do it, but I did it. And I got paid a lot of money and I wrote the script. And two or three days before I turned the script in, um, Fox 2000 was out. And the project got picked up by Franchise Films which isn't a real film company. They're a financing company who has since gotten in a lot of trouble. But um, So when I turned the script in there was no studio. There were no executives. It was just John and his producing partner. And um, as far as I can tell spiritual advisors came in to fill that void because there's no real record of what the development was at that point because it was no longer a studio movie. And so there were changes to the script that I was not involved in. And then the movie got made. And, um, and it had a, a minuscule budget for the special effects. And it was terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, like that's, that's, that's it.
3: And when, when he says <laughs> it had a minuscule budget at the beginning of what he was saying there with franchise, franchise pictures being in trouble, that's actually what they got in trouble over was it this movie? Yeah, they they said they they said to their investors, one of their big investors that the budget of the film was 44 million dollars. Or no, they said that the budget was 75 million dollars when the budget was actually only 44 million dollars. And so they convinced the they convinced the investor to pay 35 million dollars. Ah, okay. thinking that they were paying 49% of the budget, but they were actually paying like 90% of the budget. Gotcha. And so there ended up being a a huge lawsuit after that was found out okay. and that's why Franchise Pictures ended up Okay. going okay. out of going out of business. There
2: there's also stories too about how like the actors on sets, there was no food. They'd be filming out in like the woods of Canada. There was no food. <laughs> John Travolta apparently eventually stood like like stepped up and paid his own personal chef oh, yeah. to make food for the crew. Yeah. Which because that, the production I mean,
3: like, didn't provide food. Which even like if John John Travolta's a weirdo. Yeah. But hey, good on him. Like he actually saw like he paid his personal chef to come up and and cook for everybody on the set. That's pretty cool.
2: So the weird thing the weird thing about the whole Scientology thing though is uh he goes on later in that interview to basically be like, you know, he had heard that um that or he was or he was there. Or he heard or something or maybe this was a different interview. I, I forget. I watched a lot of stuff today, <laughs> but basically the guy that ran Scientology at that point, the the head honcho, mm-hmm. was telling everybody at the beginning of it that like this is the greatest thing to ever happen to Scientology this like, movie this movie <laughs> this is like it, it, it in it incorporates all of their core like, ideals even though they're very hidden within the movie mm-hmm. it involves all that stuff he was so behind it so behind it so behind it and then the second the movie flopped he was like well, it's all John Travolta's fault, and it's this <laughs> and that. And he goes, "Well, they made this movie, not us." Like it completely flip flopped. Like it, yeah. it's 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 absolutely insane. Was
3: that David? And David Miscavige? Yes. Yeah.
2: And the weird thing about Scientology is, I learned through Leah Remini and some other guy that I watch online that the whole like Zenu story mm-hmm. is supposed to be like so top secret. Like you don't talk. Oh, about Zenu,
3: you don't get to you don't get to learn about Zenu until you hit OT three. OT three, yeah. <laughs> but
2: the thing is, is you don't mention that name. Leah Remini even talks about how she went to one of her girlfriends and said, like, they showed me this thing, and her girlfriend was like, pulled her into a safe room, like an actual mm-hmm. like safe room within the Scientology compound. It was mm-hmm. like, you don't ever say that name That's so in weird, public dude. ever. It's it's absolutely fucking crazy. So weird, and it's so crazy because I'm watching this um this other. Interview, on the red carpet of Battlefield Earth in Hollywood when yeah. it first came out, um, and uh, you have um, um, fuck. What's it? What's what's her name? Uh, the girl from Darla and Greg, she played Darla, I believe. Dharma. Dharma, sorry. Um, um yeah. Um, she uh, shares the same Ta- last... Leone? Nope, nope. She played. She uh, she shares the same last name as the guy that scores all of the Nightmare Noms, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Tim Burton movies. Um, mm. Uh, oh, Elfman. Jenna, 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 Jenna Elfman. Elfman. Yeah. So Jenna Elfman and her husband are both Scientologists.
3: Are right? they really? Yes. Oh. Both Scientologists. That's, her husband, a, that's hu- a bummer. I always thought Jenna Elfman was, a, yep. was kind of a babe.
2: Husband first, then he got her into it. And this is them on the red carpet of battlefield earth okay talking
3: about do you have another clip for yes, me yes i do <laughs> this is awesome
2: uh talking about <laughs> I love that
3: you came this prepared this week
2: <laughs> talking about though i'll actually show you this one um where we go talking about the actual difference between the movie and scientology now mind you they are told that if anybody ever brings the stuff up what they do they lie about it the only people that can get to what is it et3 OT3? ot3 ot3 you have to be very wealthy yeah. you have to pay for all this stuff. right like not many people get to see this except for celebrities and the like right which that seems on the up and up <laughs> um but they're literally trained where if anybody brings this stuff up you just lie and deny yeah just watch this and tell and, and, and tell me what you think about okay. it okay
4: does it illustrate and bring out kind of principles and beliefs about Scientology too? I not even, that.
0: not even at all. I mean, it's a it's a science fiction book and Scientology is a religion, so they're not even connected.
4: Wow. All right. So, what about there is a lot of other people in this.
0: It.
2: it how quickly does he just? brush that off. Nah, dude. <laughs> like no, no, no. This is uh this is a movie and it's science fiction and Scientology is a religion. So, not but connected the, at all. But the, like but the thing so is it's so bizarre. Like it's so fucking weird, dude. So
3: how do you uh how do you in your own brain as a Scientologist how do you okay, how do you make that make sense? Because a lot of like a lot of the a lot of the story in battlefield earth has to do with what is actually taught in scientology
2: so that's that's what i was trying to figure so out So how do
3: you reconcile that in your own head and like so she goes oh it does, does that have anything to do with the actual beliefs of scientology not at all not at all because this is science fiction and and scientology well, is a religion but they're actually telling stories that are
2: that are very similar
4: that to, are similar yeah, so yeah. like
3: how do you reconcile that in your own brain I don't know. There's like a legal, uh, like a level of cognitive dissonance. Do you think that people who are into Scientology actually believe it? Like, what?
2: Oh God, yeah, they I do. I just don't dude. understand that. Like, Absolutely, they do.
3: I, there's a part of me. Dude, there's have a, you ever looked up what Xenu actually is? There's a part of me. Hold on, let me. There's a part of me where, like, I think maybe they believe it, but then there's also a part of me where it's like. Well I think that I think that and, and this is pretty I think Leah Remini's talked talked about this before. They do such a good job in the beginning of getting you to expose all of your like dirty little secrets sure. to the point where they hold you hostage yeah. almost. Like they say, Oh, if you ever leave the church, we're gonna tell everybody that you did this. Not or or like, you know, there's even there's, with the people there's that been are the high rumor up. there's been the rumor about John Travolta for years that he's gay, right? Sure. And they're like, oh, if you ever if you ever leave the Church of Scientology, we're gonna tell everybody that you're gay. <laughs> like, it's as if no one doesn't already know. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I it, it's it, there's there's a there's a part of it that's it's like how many of these people are just going along with what you
2: sure w- yeah.
3: what you're what you're telling them to do because they're just afraid the that you're gonna is, like they dump all that. their secrets.
2: The the higher ups know it's a fake religion. Like they know that. Yeah.
3: You know, but like that's getting, the thing. But they're getting paid. It's like
2: any other cult. You know what you're doing when you're that high up. You know what you're doing.
3: It's just wild that a cult could be so.
2: It's bizarre, dude. So
3: pervasive in so, like popular culture. It's so, weird.
2: So Xenu is the OT three revelation, right in Scientology. Yeah. And from my understanding, it goes up to, O C or OT ten. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the the weird thing is, is. Ot three, I know we're we're getting way on way Scientology stuff yeah, here. We but should like, probably talk about the movie. We will we, will, we will, we will. Ot three though is where like only a choice few ever get, and when you get higher than that, I think Leah Remini got to ot five, mm-hmm. but like apparently the highest person ever to get like the highest level is ot seven. And it just keeps looping itself. Like every time you get up far enough, they say, "Oh no, you got to go backwards." And you got to do this. And you get—it's all fucking made up. Because you're made up as you go. Because your
3: thetan levels get all jacked up, and so you got to (laughs) just say.
2: Anyway, though, so so Zenu though is like the original like God story of how the real thing that Scientologists believe, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Xenu is a figure in the Church of Scientology, uh, t- Scientology's secret advanced technology, a sacred and esoteric teaching. According to the technology, Xeno uh, was an extraterrestrial ruler of a galactic confederacy who brought billions of his people to Earth, then known as Tegek, in a DC 8 like spacecraft 75 million years ago, stacked them around volcanoes, and then killed them with hydrogen bombs. Okay. That a lot of that happens in Battlefield Earth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like
2: the aliens come to Earth, they get blown up with a hydrogen bomb because the one person gets enlightenment. Yeah, it's fucking Scientology, not not exactly, but close enough. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um. It's it's insane. Like like it's abs. this, This movie is mind-boggling that it exists the way that it does.
3: Not to go back to cuz I already talked about South Park once in this. It, it's funny like I I'm not even a huge South Park watcher. I haven't watched South Park religiously since I was like 18 years old, but sure. um there's there's an episode where the entire episode is the breakdown of Scientology and they have a little caption at the bottom of the screen throughout the entire episode where they're talking about the beliefs of Scientology (laughs) and the caption at the bottom of the screen says, this is what Scientologists actually believe because it's true (laughs) because it's so outrageous. It's like they believe that this alien came to earth and, and, and told everybody that they're doomed to live with these other aliens inside of their bodies, these Thetans or whatever the fuck they are. You're doomed to live with those. And like the shit, like, you hear the stuff that they have to do. Like, they have to starve themselves and then sit in these boxes, like steam boxes, where only their head is sticking out of it. And the it's like a sauna, like a personal sauna. And you sit in there for hours and you just, like, sweat the thetans out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then essentially what they do is they just, they, like, break your spirit and then break your bank. They just, like, it's it's amazing that they get I like how much money do celebrities yeah. spend on yeah. this shit? It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's nuts. Um, it's so weird.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right, so now that we've gotten all the Scientology, yeah, yeah, out yeah, of the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So this Atreyu looking motherfucker just rides out of the woods on his horse.
3: Barry Peps. Right. Yeah.
2: Excuse me. <laughs> we now know where Atreyu came from because he's one of the last people on Earth. Yeah. So he's a Scientologist. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. I get it now. Okay. That movie makes way more sense. Yep. <laughs> Keep burping here. Um, yeah, no. Like uh, Dumbass Neanderthal starts the movie. He's, uh, he's making grunting sounds. Oh, you woman, me go here. More to life. <laughs> Going to find the gods is basically what it is.
3: Yeah, none of that actually happens like that, though. I mean he's speaking perfect English.
2: No, I get that. But we already we already established though that English is just for our benefit, James.
3: <laughs> I know but you're you're setting it up as oh this is how the movie actually goes, which is it's not I mean you're you're misrepresenting. Oh, well the,
2: please represent
3: me. Uh no, I won't represent you. So anyway, Barry Pepper, what what is he his dad his dad is taken by the gods in the middle of the night and he gets pissed off why what's what's his initial i don't
2: know james the first five minutes of the movie they drop you into literally an ongoing story right they give you no backstory they don't tell you who's anything there's a random fucking looking weird dude with braids in his hair there's a chick that you just have to kind of put together okay i guess he's banging her who knows yeah and then he rides off on his fucking horse to go find space aliens
3: which hey man nice right
2: (laughs) (laughs) but that's it though there's no plot to this movie at all in the beginning of it. No, like cause, nothing cuz when
3: he leaves at the beginning of the movie, <clears throat> you don't even know their names. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how quickly and, they drop you into it. And you don't how, even know their and, names. And some people call him Johnny and some people call him greener. Sure. Well, like stick with one name for the uh, like like when you're when you're writing a movie that's this convoluted, I prefer good boy. Stick yeah, I wish they would have <laughs> called him Johnny Goodboy the whole time.
2: Hey, Johnny Goodboy. Hey, Johnny Goodboy. You going to find these space aliens? It's, All
3: right. It's fucking Johnny Goodboy. <laughs> fucking do it. Um, um, yeah. so, so Johnny Goodboy ventures out into the great unknown, which happens to be, I don't know, 50 miles south of, some,
2: <laughs> of, New, of New York. And there, he, there are these people that have lived in solitude for generations. Yeah. And there's literally... Like, giant cities 20 minutes to their north. Yeah. This is how fucking dumb these people are. Yeah. <laughs> or how dumb the movie is. Like, they expect you to believe these people have never gone a day's worth of traveling
3: outside of it. And then when he finally meets up with the... With, like, Kim Coates' character. Mm-hmm. With that crew. With that squad. Or... Uh, I, what would you... A tribe? Gaggle. <laughs> with that tribe. And they take him into New York. It's like if he had never ventured outside of his desert location to go to suddenly go into a city, a broken down city, the broken down city of New York. He just he he doesn't treat it like it's anything special at all. No, no. <laughs> there were, OK, so. <clears throat> well, they think that it was the gods that built the cities. That's the thing. Their
2: belief system is that gods used to rule the world. And they're the ones that built the cities and they're the ones that like the ruins like left behind.
3: So here's the thing. Not them. Here's the thing. Yeah, because he 'cause they as they're walking into New York, he's like, Oh, this is this is where the uh this is where the chosen ones are or or when the gods came back and the and they were the uh people people were told to look away. Some were defiant and they didn't look away. And when they looked at the gods, they were frozen in place. And so that explains the statues that are standing up in yeah. in New York. And then they're like, Did you catch this part? They're like, um The gods the gods could the gods could ride their chariot chariots up to um caves with golden arches. Did you catch that part? McDonald's. Yeah. They could ride their, their they they rode their chariots up to caves with golden arches well, and the caves, food and the food would magically appear.
2: Well, their caves were literally shopping malls. Yeah. At one point in time, they go. There's a cave over here. Yeah. And they're in an old shopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> the golden arches. Oh <laughs> Jesus! I did not pick that up. That's think? fucking hysterical.
3: It's it's just like I don't know, it's corny as shit.
2: It's so corny, it's, it's so bad. Oh man. It like, gets so bad. Um and like, then when it, it feels like this movie feels I don't know how this was made on any kind of a budget that wasn't a sci-fi channel movie budget, because that's what this movie feels like. I mean and, it, I, and I'm not only I'm almost not even saying that in a bad way. I love shitty sci-fi movies, yeah. Which is why watching this, I was kind of like. I don't hate this. Like, I, you you have to watch it from a certain perspective, but taken just just at face value, there's there's fun to be had. In going this movie. going there off is.
3: of like what I was just talking about, there's so many moments in this movie where there's like this tongue in cheek kind of yeah. Like what I was saying, like the oh the gods rode their their chariots into the caves with golden arches. They're talking about McDonald's. They're talking about. They're talking about these people driving their cars through McDonald's drive-thrus mm-hmm. and getting food. Yeah. This movie is satire. It's it's hef- I don't know that it's smart enough to be satire. It I is. really don't. It, it it I really don't know, dude.
2: The people that re So here's the thing. May, okay,
3: okay, hold on. Maybe maybe it's not meant to be as maybe it's not meant to be satire, but if you watch it, if you watch it as satire, it's a it's a pretty fun movie. It is.
2: Well, sure. I'm not, I'm not taking that away. Uh, the Corey dude, though, that wrote the movie. Yeah. After he turned his draft in, Travolta and his people rewrote it like 10 times. Yeah. So this is all. He, written said, he from, said the
3: script was like unrecognizable. Yeah.
2: This movie is all <laughs> based on them and they take this shit very seriously. They, yeah. like the, the the dude that runs Scientology or whatever. You know, like I said, he mentioned to them during the screening, Dave, uh, this is the greatest movie ever made. This yeah. is a Hollywood movie. But then the second that it flopped, he completely distanced himself from it. <laughs> so, like, this movie was made very seriously. Yeah. Which is insane to me. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Also, John Travolta was supposed to play Johnny Goodboy originally
3: when they were trying to make it back in the 80s right
2: even up until this he switched late in the process to play the main uh alien dude can you imagine that like imagine if you will john travolta playing that character
3: yeah well i can't imagine john travolta playing yeah any character ever because he's John Travolta's not a good actor. No, right? he's not. He's terrible. We, that's weird. Like we've uh, we've
4: is it, we've, is it that weird? we've
3: grown up watching. Like I can remember watching John Travolta movies and loving him when I was younger. Like I I loved Grease. I loved uh, because everybody else loved him. I loved. That's um, why you.
2: That's why you liked him.
3: I loved. Uh, Look who's talking. I loved. What What was the one where he was a. Uh, was a sexy angel that smelled good? Michael. Michael, I loved that. Ironic, I love phenomenon. That he's
2: a a Scientologist that played an angel for Christianity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How weird is that?
3: Yeah. Uh, which goes against you'd think that you'd think that he wouldn't be able to do that, right? Because they said even in this movie he wouldn't swear. Because it's also in Scientology. L- but you're this not was supposed
2: also an Al Ron Hubbard movie. Right? Yeah, that's so, true. That's true.
3: Um, but yeah, like I've, I've, I've seen John Travolta's, it's funny, like Face Off is the ultimate like bad actor movie because it's John Travolta versus Nick Cage. Sure. But here's the thing. Nick Cage has like, Nick Cage is a bad actor in the way that like he makes you want to watch all of his movies. Sure. Because of how crazy and bonkers and bad he is. John Travolta just, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. This movie was, Im- like, this movie is one This movie is one of those movies where it's, like, embarrassing to watch. You're embarrassed for the person, right? Oh, it's
2: awful. Yeah. It's, like... Oh, it's, it's, really, it's, it's
3: terrible. It's really tough to watch, but at the same time, there's, like... I know what would make it better. What?
2: It would make it better if the main alien guy was played by Bruce Campbell.
3: If Turrell was played by...
2: If Turrell was played by Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And Johnny Goodboy was played by Johnny Jell. <laughs> tell me, tell me, it's not perfect. <laughs> listen, listen,
3: you you crack the code for basically any movie like this if you throw Johnny Jell in there. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be but it's gold. True,
2: but it's true, though. Like It's,
3: it's that kind of character. Yeah. There's just like, like, like watching John Travolta try to be a, and that's why I go back to that's why I go back to like this being satire, because I like John Travolta just didn't even seem like he was trying to be evil or menacing. No, he seemed like he was trying to be like a bumbling sort of fool of a of a of an antagonist. You know what I mean?
2: It's gonna bring the dreads back.
3: Do do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. Didn't he like did he seem like he was actually trying to take this seriously, to you? I think he did. I really do. It's like you read a lot about how like he was this was like a pa- passion project for him. I love reading that cuz it, like, it's it's hilarious imagine, to me. i was saying, it, to think that he was taking this so seriously. Yeah. But then when but then when you actually watch him acting in this role, you're like there's no way he was taking this seriously.
2: You could say that about a lot of his roles, though. Like he's, he's not a great actor he's beloved because he had some really good films but that doesn't make him a great actor he <laughs> fooled people it's what he does It's what he's been doing with Scientology for
3: 30 years it's because uh, he was like he had that dimple chin when he was younger in his life and he just kind of rode that wave for yeah. years and years and yeah. years
2: yeah he's not he's me. he's not great
3: And like Um, uh, like watching other like big name actors like Forrest Whitaker, what are you doing, dude?
2: Forrest Whitaker has has expressed great regret in in being in this movie. Everybody has. Kim Coates made fun of it. Uh, every everybody who's been in this movie has disowned it.
3: Dude, Barry Pepper was one of the like I love. So this movie won. This movie won like nineteen Razzies or something like that. Or it was nominated for nineteen Razzies and won seventeen of them. Sure. And Barry Pepper actually said, "I wish somebody would have told me that I was nominated for worst <laughs> supporting actor. I would have actually gone and like proudly." accepted, because he won. He actually won. Sure. He's like, I would have gone and proudly accepted the award, because it seems like everybody who's involved with this movie knew that it was absolute shit.
2: Yeah. yeah, like, And it makes you wonder, no, literally like... Literally everybody
3: did. It you watch the behind the scenes, everybody knew it. It makes you wonder, like, how many... Because, I just like going back to the Scientology thing, and like what Leah Remini said about it, they they draw you in and then they make, they essentially make you tell them all of your like deepest, darkest secrets. And that's how they keep you in. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, Oh man. It'd be the, it'd be the worst if like the public got to know what, what we know about you, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it'd be the worst if everybody knew that you did this when you were younger. So <laughs> when I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking to myself, how many of these people told secrets to Scientology? Like, how many of them are are basically, You have to. It's it's I mean, like that's the thing. You it's have like watching to this. Like you watch Forrest Whitaker in this, and I don't know if he's a Scientologist or not. I, I but don't like, believe so. But but I'm like, this guy looks like he was acting, a, a, like on like with a gun pointed at his face. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <Might have. laughs> this this looks. This looks deeply uncomfortable for pretty much everybody that was involved in this movie. I don't know. It's hilarious.
2: Yeah. No. Why is also why is everything in slow
3: motion? Dude,
2: every oh fucking God. chase scene, fight scene, everything was in slow motion. It's 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 abysmal.
3: Every time. So this movie, <gasps> this movie with the wipes, they had like. Oh God! It was every. The director sing- thought he was in Star Wars. Every again, single th- Star
2: Wars had those wipes.
3: Yeah, but it looked. It looked. For some reason it, it worked with Star Wars, but that's also it's, because it was made thirty years Star before Wars this
2: movie. Is the only movie that has ever worked with wipes. Yeah.
3: And it no other movie does it for right. good reason. Well, I mean other movies do it and it sucks when they do it. Well. Um Yeah, the the wipes, they do the the center, like it starts in the center, and it wipes out toward the toward the right and left edges. Looks awful. Also, every Every single, well, I don't know if it's every single, but I would say, did you notice like 99% of the shots in this movie have that, like, the Dutch angle? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like The the cinematographer
2: said that that was because he was given such a small budget, there was nothing else he could do for coverage. Between him and the lighting people, there's nothing else you could do.
3: So it was actually his choice to do a Dutch angle on every shot?
2: I don't think it was his choice. I think someone told him to do it but he had no options to okay. do anything. Nobody I think, did.
3: I think I would have said no. <laughs> like, hey, how about on this shot we just leave it straight up? When
2: you need a paycheck though, you do what you got to do. That's crazy. It, yeah, it they, was
3: I it was every it was literally every single it, it would be two people talking. It would be actually two people talking and it would it would tilt Like depending on who was talking, it would go back and forth, back and forth, and then somebody else would ride into the scene, and the fucking horse would be walking at a forty-five degree angle.
2: I didn't notice it actually that much when I'm watching it.
3: Oh really? I really didn't. I really, really really
2: didn't. I was more paid attention to like I I was more in, in terms of the actual filmmaking. I was more paid attention to the fact that like the special effects looked like they were made in a high school fucking laboratory like it's terrible like the angles aside are one thing but when you're watching a sci-fi movie and everything is rendered Mm -hmm. because they have of course used the top of the line special effects artists sure from the local high school (laughs) it, it it looks so bad i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck what angles you're shooting it at like that's fine if the rest of the movie that is supposed to be uh science fiction and futuristic everything looks like absolute dog shit (laughs) i don't give a shit about anything else you know
3: there was that's what i'm saying
2: it looks like a fucking sci-fi movie it really does oh yeah totally. and and in that respect it's a fine movie (laughs) like that's the weird thing when you when you lower the quality of what it's supposed to be Hmm. and it's just supposed to be a sci-fi movie it looks like just a sci-fi movie but like a bad one, this looks like
3: with the only
2: Bruce Campbell in Alien Apocalypse with, sci-fi the o- bad. with
3: the only complaint being it's two hours.
4: Oh, why is it two hours? That's an
3: outrageous amount of time oh, for this god, movie to run. Oh, god, it does not
2: need to be two hours. <laughs> it's crazy. No, 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 no.
3: Like, if this was a tight nine eighty 80 to 90 minutes. I I would have a perfectly fine time watching this movie. Does it suck? Yes. Yeah. Is it one of the worst movies I've ever seen? Yes. Yeah. But it's like it's like and I I I know that like uh I know that like nowadays people people kind of harp on the so good it's bad crowd like oh I watched it cuz there are people who literally only watch movies because they're so good they're bad. Like weird existence they, yeah. they make their whole identity the like oh it's so good okay sure. whatever but this is a good this is a good example of a movie where it's so oh wait did I say so good it's bad earlier so bad it's good so bad it's good this is a genuine example of something that it's it's so bad that it's yeah. good I wish we would have watched this together because I think we would have just like had a lot of laughs we would
2: have had some fun yeah. that's for sure
3: um because I did, I like I was watching it, and there was, it's fucking ridiculous. Like toward the toward toward the middle to the end of the movie, watching the so there's a there's a plot of Turrell, John Travolta's character finding uh, discount Klingons. Discount Klingons, basically, like it's really well, what they this, are. Discount Klingons mixed with the Predator. It's um, really what they are, though, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> They, they find a, they find this area of the earth that's like flush with gold and so they decide to try and teach the man, anim- the, man animals, the man animals the man animals how to go and mine gold. and Barry Pepper it proves to be a uh, like a, a very resourceful man animal. so Turl decides he's gonna teach him as much as he can. so he puts him in this little chair. That like projects infra- laser brains, laser yeah, <laughs> laser brains. It laser brains information right into his head. Yeah, and he te- it teaches him not only the 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 language of the uh, of the uh, cyclos of the cyclos, but it also but it also teaches him all sorts of uh, different information. Like he, it's it's kind of a bad move by by uh it's a
2: stupid move why would you why would you teach yeah. your slave all of your secrets and right. how to understand you and how to do this and that right it's a it's a, it's a knowledge thing i love how though before him we we've watched the movie yeah, you'll it, get you'll, yeah. you'll get what we're talking about yeah. But like there's a point in the movie where uh travolta takes johnny basically to his first uh experience with the old world which is like you know nowadays and um, It's the Library of Congress. Yeah, it's the Library of Congress. <laughs> he spends 10 minutes there, and apparently Johnny <clears throat> has read enough in 10 minutes to go back to his people and be like, I know everything. <laughs> everything that there was to know about <laughs> our ancestors.
3: Well, a lot of that came from... Didn't a lot of that come from the, the learning chair? Or not? No,
2: this was all before the learning chair.
3: Okay. Yeah. So he... <laughs> All of it. So he learned history and science and Euclidean geometry. Yep. And
2: all about the Declaration of Independence. Nicolas Cage will be proud.
3: All within like... I'm going to save the world. All within like an hour.
2: With the Declaration of Independence. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Oh God! I, um, I
2: wish Nick Cave was in this movie. God. Oh do I yeah, wish. it
3: would make it like. And
2: then it becomes Braveheart all of a sudden because he's like in there talking about we will fight back, oh. we will take it back.
3: Hundred <laughs> percent, right down to the haircut, <laughs> yes. dude. He's it's he's so got the same stupid. haircut as William Wallace.
2: It's so stupid. Like Homeboy is just an expert <laughs> on everything in the 21st century because he read 10 minutes of one book. <laughs> And and that book that book would not have here's any. A, here's a question: He's supposed to be grunting and grunting only. How does he know how to read? See, I think if you can't talk, you can't read. Sorry, you can't.
3: So you don't. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. And then you have and then you yeah, have. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of plot holes. In this movie. Oh, this whole
2: this entire movie is a it's gigantic a plot, plot hole. hole. Yeah. Um, like like for example, Travolta plays okay, I have this written down. Let's see if it let's see if it makes sense. I, I said, I'm confused. Travolta plays a bad alien dude, but then fights for equal pay amongst his own and is against the evil mayor, but keeps slaves of his own and wants to overthrow the governing body who takes advantage of people like a bad guy. He's not
3: he's not he fight, goes. he's not the one fighting for equal pay amongst his own. Brings he brings it
2: up all the time to the mayor. You can't do that. You can't. You only want to pay people this because you're raising prices and blah, blah blah. Like he's literally fighting for his own kind's equal pay.
3: Well, for his own kind, yeah.
2: But it's but it's just weird though he's fighting for these noble things but he's a terrible person. Like his yeah. his character's all fucked up. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
3: I feel like they were trying to I feel like they were trying to do something with this movie in terms of like social commentary of like Of course they uh, were. Like some something about like like lab, like uh like ethical labor standards and late stage capitalism or something like that if i actually gave a shit i would i would try, <laughs> i would try to like i would try to figure that out more but and i think that's what they wanted you to do i think they wanted you to dig into it a little deeper and like see the message that they were trying to put forth because they really did. That's they a like bold ask. No, but but they really did, like think about it. Like they were they were they were trying to bring up these topics of like of like labor and and ethics and and like sure. fair wage and stuff like that. But you're doing it within in the confines of a movie that's just so stupid. Sure, that it's too it's too big of an ask. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it is. Like, it's don't, too
2: big of an ask too.
3: <laughs> like. Don't, like, don't do that in this movie. Like, just make it about aliens, and they just can't,
2: they can't help themselves.
3: But but what's fine about it is that you can look past all of that, like supposed social commentary, and just appreciate it for being I a guess. stupid sci-fi movie. Which it but was it's a really very stupid very, sci-fi very movie. stupid dude. At the end of the movie, these
2: people these people go a from a group fucking... of
3: fucking Neanderthals learn how to. Pilot a fleet of Harriers <laughs> yeah. and in we, less than seven days, and that's awesome.
2: Can fighter jets just float in midair?
3: Harriers specifically can, they yes. can. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. I was
2: wondering that I'm looking at this, I don't think they can do that. Yes, they absolutely okay. can. Okay.
3: Harriers, but the thing about Harriers is they're one of the most complicated. <laughs> aircrafts to fly we can fly (laughs) (laughs) there's like what it is there's
2: well yeah because like it turns into independence day a lot at the very end of this movie (laughs) oh 100
3: percent it it really felt like it well and the, the the thing that's like taken for granted at the end of this movie is just because johnny Goodboy learns how to speak the language of the fucking of the of the the cyclos And can also understand uh, primitive, like, primitive, quote-unquote, human language. Primitive being us, the 21st century. Just because he can speak that doesn't mean he can communicate that, like... He sticks the one dude... He sticks Mr. Crisp into a flight simulator, a hairier flight simulator, and says... You need to teach your men how to fly this thing. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. No, it's not a piece of cake. Like this is. This takes. This takes real. This takes real human beings. Thousands of hours. Yeah. Did you know? Notice- thousands of hours to learn how to, especially a harrier. Like harriers are that's you have to be the best of the best of a of fighter pilots to learn how to fly one of those fucking things.
2: Did you notice as well that the humans in this movie go from being completely stupid to then speaking like completely normal human beings by the end of it? Yeah. Like it's like somewhere along the line the,
3: the But then every once in a while they'd still go
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every, like it's like the writers just stopped caring about how they were supposed to sound. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm annoyed. Let's just make them talk like regular humans. They use turns of phrase that would not be around anymore. Like, they like, understand cake. things that you wouldn't understand. Like, yeah. it just doesn't, it, it's yeah. so bad. Yeah. So you're it's so bad.
3: Exactly. So you're telling me that like, so he goes to the library of Congress and learns all this stuff that he's never learned about human beings before. Right. You're telling me that these probably what 5 6 generations of people have lived on the uh, on the earth after the invasion of the cyclos yeah and they've lost the ability to do math and they've lost the ability to do uh, geometry written language but they can still use turns of phrase like piece of cake
2: yeah no it doesn't it it, it i don't want to say that it doesn't make sense but it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. It, this was a lazy movie. It was written by people that I don't think gave a shit. I think that this was a movie that was made because everybody pulled the wool over everybody else's eyes. Everybody kept convincing everybody else it was a good idea. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's why this movie got made. I don't know that for sure. It's just it, it's, it's just my gut feeling. Alex. I really...
3: Like, and there was... So there was a, a planned... Not a planned, really... But John Travolta very much plan on making a sequel to this movie, because oh, this because this movie this movie leaves an open end kind of a little bit. Um, you have your main antagonist Turl, who's still alive, uh, and imprisoned in the middle of Fort Knox yes. with all the with yeah, all the yeah, gold. Yeah, in the middle yeah. of the gold. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's imprisoned in Fort Knox, surrounded by gold. Uh, The humans are still alive and kicking. You got uh, Kerr working with the humans now. So this movie was essentially supposed to be the first half of the book. And there was supposed to be a sequel. Or they planned on doing a sequel that would cover the second half of the book. But because this movie was such a flop, nobody (laughs) nobody wanted to touch the second movie. Um, Even though John Travolta claims that this movie was ultimately a success because it made a hundred million dollars once you factored in D V D sales and whatnot. But that is that is an unsubstantiated claim.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't that I don't I don't think he's right.
3: And not <laughs> not to mention so if it had a so they claimed it had a seventy five million dollar budget, which they got sued for because it actually had a four what was it, forty four million I never saw the actual forty four million dollar budget. So you would have to What's the rule of thumb so they say like 44 million dollars to actually make the movie if you double that for marketing, so 88 million dollars, and then double that is what you would have to make to actually break even. So this movie would have had to make uh 170 million dollars, newsflash just, just to break didn't. even, <laughs> and it didn't make anything close Not at to all, that, it so. made nothing, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so here's uh, here's my big takeaway from the movie. Um the men win. They destroy uh the, the planet and with not destroy the planet, but they destroy the alien presence on the planet yeah. by uh breaking a window. Uh-huh. That's 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 their big take. Break the big window. Here's my question. Yeah. Of all the people that were left on Earth, they're talking about re uh you know, repopulating the earth or whatever and taking it back. There's only a few women in all of those clans. And like a ton of men. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but feel at the end of the movie, like feeling really bad for those women. Because <laughs> they have a lot of work ahead of them. That's the way she goes. They're trying to repopulate. Fuck, I don't feel, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I really do. That's <laughs> just the way she
3: goes. Well, you'd think like, you'd think maybe, uh, you'd think like maybe there would be some uh, Amazonian cultures somewhere maybe that would be just like hopefully com- like completely consisting of women and they would the
2: the amazonian all-female tribes
3: yeah maybe like yeah. uh like wonder woman and her that's fair her, her they tribe. would
2: they would have killed all the men but yeah that's yeah, that's, that's fair. fine <laughs> all the weak men uh like a praying mantis fuck them and then eat them yeah, yeah.
3: fuck them and eat them <laughs>
2: fuck them and eat them that's it um okay i don't know if there's much else to talk about this movie yeah this movie is it's terrible garbage but i kind of loved it's it kind of fun though. i kind of want it on vhs yeah i kind of want it on in a in a in a it's here's the thing here's the thing it's the thing. john
3: it's john travolta at his abs. it's like it's funny to watch somebody who thinks that they're absolutely killing it oh yeah when they're not it's kind
2: of satisfactory
3: it's like it's embarrassing, but it's also like, Hell yeah, dude, like you just fucking went for it. I And it's I it it's just like I I couldn't help watching it, especially the scenes between him and Forrest Whitaker, who uh, Forrest Whitaker's, an, Forrest, Wh- Forrest Whitaker Whitaker's an amazing way too seriously. Forrest Whitaker's an amazing actor, but like I couldn't help but watch him yeah. in the scenes with John Travolta and think like what was Forrest Whitaker thinking in this moment? Yeah. Like, what am I doing here, dude? Well, he's
2: expressed regret about doing it, <laughs> so he clearly didn't like it.
3: And all those things, it makes it it makes it makes fun to watch this movie, because every once in a while, you just want to see people tr- struggling. Sure. You know? I get it. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. that, it's that schadenfreude. It's like, you just want to watch people have a hard time, and Forrest Whitaker was having a hard time <laughs> with this movie, and it's kind of hilarious to watch. And, yeah. like, Kelly Preston, what are you doing, you know? I know you are married to John Travolta, but, like, how'd you get talked into this?
2: Hey, the, put her in over here. Okay.
3: Yeah. Make her tongue really long so it's implied that she can oh, give, was that her? give really good blowjobs. Oh, Was that her? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's like, Yeah, okay. It's just fucking terrible, dude. Like, this movie sucks so much, but it's also kind of fun to watch.
2: Yeah, like... I I feel like this is the kind of movie that you would just you 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 put on like any other movie that is terrible. You know, like it it belongs in the pantheon of so bad it's good movies.
3: It's just yeah.
2: I watch a lot of movies that aren't near as funny as this, and I love it.
3: Yeah. Yep. So
2: I don't know. I I guess it is what it is.
3: Yeah. So as far as bad brew goes, yes. Oh yeah. Still a terrible. Still a bad brew, but like I'm not. It's it's like when you. Like what's a what's a beer that's like, what's a beer that is so bad that we drink it f- for fun? Like we drink it because it's funny to drink it. Mick Ultra. No
2: Mick actually pretty good.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like shotgunning a fucking. uh... <laughs> what did we shotgun at my bachelor party? The oh, twenty four ounces. Silos. Of, the yeah, silos but
2: silos uh, of um um. Oh, so it was one of those light one that
3: wasn't. Um, it was the uh, not the champagne of beer. It was the uh, it was bank banquet. Uh, uh, yes, banquet was mine. The
2: oh my god, what was it? What the hell is it? Is it? I want to say bushes, but they make beans.
3: Um... <laughs> is it Coors Banquet? What is Coors that called? Banquet. That's it. It's like so. Yep. This movie's like shotgunning a silo of Coors Banquet, like. It's a horrible idea.
2: Yeah. I've done it twice, so I'm good to go.
3: And it's, and, and, but you're like, after you, you're going to have a good time while you're doing it. You might, you might, you might not look forward to it and you might regret it afterward, but while you're doing it, you're having a good time. Sure. You know what I mean?
2: I guess I mean you might not you might also not have a good time (laughs) that's the thing like you might still like the movie and appreciate it for what it is but think it's the most god-awful thing you've ever seen
3: I think this is one of those movies where you can just put it on with a group of your friends and like have a good laugh while you're having some beers touche I'll give it to you that's what I'd say touche you know yep maybe while you're shotgunning some 24 ounce (laughs) Coors banquets I don't know um yeah I think that's, that's it though yeah I think we that's we,
2: it. we have talked about this movie for incredibly long. Oh, wow, months.
3: how did we talk for that long about yeah. this movie? yeah
2: I've been trying to eye that to you for the last twenty minutes
3: i don't look at your eyes while we 're here. I appreciate that yeah it's just the way it goes all right, so anyway, uh <laughs> that's it for Battlefield Earth. We will. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with something less shitty. Uh, if you want to find yeah. us before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
2: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You've already found us, so uh, tell your local like slave driver. It's like your boss.
3: Yikes! Like your um, boss, you know? Yeah, like sure. Like John
2: Travolta in this movie. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. We will uh we'll see you next week. Michael? James. Cheers, bud. Sir. Have a good night. Adios.
2: Uh, Yeah.